out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, overload Ain't no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul Yeah, I am just Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening? We back, brand new episode of Black Toppies of the Culture. It's your boy Chris J, Black on here. My boy Charles Sav. Oh, bro, all right, all right, let me change the name again so you two niggas can see it. Oh, I'm in a battle, but uh, spoiler, it's, it's Jimmy Hawkins. I mean, uh, Stimmy Hawkins. Stimmy Hawkins. Stimmy Hawkins. The Stimmy uh, has been a very, very blessed um, being in a community of just not black folk, but all folks around. So it has been a very boost. And my check hit too. Oh! Yes, it was a very was beautiful situation. And of course, we got the boy Young Cam on here, G. Yo, yo, yo. A special shout out to my boy, the GOAT. Today's his birthday. Yeah, my One Piece niggas know today is Sabo's birthday. Hey. Shout out to the GOAT. Yo, yo. Young GOAT Sabo, man. So, glad to be on here. We got, DC's not going to be able to make it. You got to take care of family business once again. But it be that way. He's on break. High One Piece is on break this week. So, no One Piece discussion. But um, while we on topic of One Piece and Stimmies, I, when I got my Stimmy, I already got put most of it to the side for, some, uh, for something big I'm trying to spend. But shout out to the mall because I found a freaking figure store and uh, a anime figure store out in Orland and I found a couple of nice little figurines I did see some Dragon Ball Z joints I meant to take a picture and show you the Goku black one they had cam that joint was clean it was really clean it was like $30 they had a bunch of one piece joints and but I don't really give a fuck about Zoro like that the Luffy one they had I didn't really like because that nigga had the dress shirt on and I was like no that ain't cool but then I looked and I saw they had a Boa Hancock joint. And the horny nigga in me was like, yes, I have to cop my queen, my wife with Boa Hancock. I so yeah, it. I respect I, it. I had to. I had to do it. So my figurine and Funko Pop collection is slowly growing. And also uh, I saw this freaking uh, Batman Vegeta uh, tank top and I had to cop too. So shout out to uh, these hey, uh, anime stores out here. Okay, I got to let you know. You have a bad man Vegeta tank top, right? Yes. That's fucking what's up. Yes. Great. There's only like six places, not even six, like fucking four places you can wear that, okay? Yeah. Niggas get the bad man Vegeta fit and wear it every fucking where they go. I swear they do. I know they do. <laughs> y'all I have a homie like legit the has the, the, the shirt. <laughs> like, y'all, no. y'all, y'all over that, that, that is, that's, down Vegeta. That's down bad Vegeta. It is. That's that's back when Vegeta was like, I can't go Super Saiyan. Goku better than me, bro. Y'all stand that outfit. But that's a down bad outfit. <laughs> you can't be wearing that it shit is, like that. It's a very like, god damn. We get it. You a Vegeta fan. Shut yeah. the fuck like, up. It, it is not a, it's it not a, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we getting no Chris for wearing a bad man Vegeta fit. It's of course just, not. We're not just, doing that. I, I, get what, I know what y'all mean. They ain't <laughs> Shit, man. Talk about to all y'all niggas who be like, I got, you go to their closet, bro. They got a bad man short. 
Batman t-shirt, Batman. Oh, hoodie, if you got the whole Batman fit, fucking wrong. socks and with the sneaker fit, the fucking overlay sneaker fit, bro, with the backpack too. They got and the then Batman, just to pop it off, they got a Vegeta wig too. Bruh. Yeah, G, that's going a little too far, bro. If you doing Y'all all down that, bad, G, bro. Y'all you, down you, bad. You're going through it. You're going through it, G. But it'd be that way. But shout out to everybody that got their stimmies using wisely. Um, and all you people that's hated because you ain't get a stimmy. It's too goddamn bad. Make too much money. One day I want to make too much money, but no, this actually, is the time. No. That's gonna... Hey, blame Republicans. Exactly. And blame blame no, the Republicans and Democrats being money. pussy. <laughs> the Democrats being pussy. So the IRS took your shit. That, oh, and that too. And also the uh, fact that Joe Biden blame got not. the ad, hey, uh, they can't take it. <laughs> blame the IRS and blame the all my all y'all Republicans out there, G, realize that your people did not want y'all to get that STEMI. Nope. None of them voted at for all. it, G. So if you're blaming, blame somebody, you gotta blame them, G. Republicans don't fucking care about y'all ass. Exactly. Hold that L. But hey, continue to be a young Republican for shit. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into this episode. Uh, we're pretty much gonna really dedicate a bulk of this episode to uh, the Justice League Snyder, I mean, yeah, Snyder Cut, so... But we'll breeze through what we've been reading, watching, and playing as we get to the holy grail of superhero movies. <laughs> and I say that with quotation. The Avengers killer. Exactly. Like, okay, man. Y'all got to chill. But uh, what I've been reading, uh, I caught up on that manga I've been reading, Sakamoto Days. I think I was like two, three weeks behind on it. Really good. Um, really just nice. It's really a nice change of pace in terms of it's shonen, but with some com legit actual comedy to it, so it was cool. And shout out to Assassination shit, because that's really dope. Um, I'm still building up solo leveling, because I'd rather read like five chapters at one time. Um, watching. Dr. Stone was really good. Dr. Stone has been low-key one of the better uh, animated season that doesn't get talked about. Uh, shout out to them actually having a fight moment that was actually realistic because Senku can't fight worth a damn but Tsukasa can fight but also the fact that they had to nerf him so the fight can be realistic and actually entertaining was, was really dope so I like how they did that um, The Promised Netherland is still fuck what they did but they're actually not deviating from the final few chapters <laughs> Which is wild was, to say when you think about it. So it uh, now the moms and moms are teaming up with the kids. And it's just like, yo, I get you guys why, want to, want it to end. Yeah, why would you? But when, you, when I look at the context, it's missing a lot of the context on why it makes sense and why they did what they did. I'm going to keep saying it. Hold that the destination is the same, why you... If the destination is the same and you got layer checkpoints and breadcrumbs, why would you take why would you take the creepy forest route when you could just take the route that people left for you so you can safely reach your destination? Exactly. It's like taking the express bus, but you have to get back on the but the other bus to get to your stop. Makes no sense. Goofy. But uh but yeah, I think that's it for Jujutsu Kaisen. Everybody hyped up this week's episode. It was, it was a decent episode, but it wasn't nothing to get too hyped up about. Ain't it two episodes left? Yes. No, one episode yes, left. Yes, it is. I thought it was one. 
Is it one episode? No, because it because remember it said Attack on Titan and all the other shows in at the same time. I don't oh, think okay. the next episode after tomorrow's episode of Attack on Titan will be the last one. I think there's three more. It's three more Attack on Titan episodes. Tomorrow's gonna leave it to two. It's no, it's gonna leave so it after after w. tomorrow's gonna be one Attack on Titan left. So fuck. No, yes. that that can't be right Shit. because that's you mean they're gonna condense everything that happens after the Levi situation in the final episode, or that bitch is going to be an hour? I don't know, and I'm very curious, because I really hope it's two episodes left. Would technically be like have to be three or four episodes left. Like, Attack on Titan is weird, because I'm like, gee, you're about to do a lot of squeezing. So, we'll see how, because how technically this, next tomorrow will be, and then we'll talk about it next week. Uh... That's it. I didn't really play nothing this week. Um, I didn't really have time. Uh, but yeah, so that's it for me. Uh, yeah, shit. Um, for me, uh, just keep it simple. You know, watch Snyder Cut. That took the bulk of my watching. Literally, it took me eight hours. Um, watched uh, the Breaking Bad movie because they have a movie about Jesse, which is one of the oh, main yeah, characters. Yeah called El Camino. Uh, it's just basically him getting out of um, him getting out of um, what's this place? New Mexico with all it started. You know, see what, ha- what happened to him in the end of the season when he was stuck in the fucking hole with the white supremacists and all that type of shit. Um, so I was able to watch that. Um, excuse me. Uh, what else? Fucking uh, watched um, oh I watched I finished Better Call Saul. Uh, I don't know how it fucking ended. I don't know if that was like the legit ending. If it was, it was kind of bad in my opinion. Um, just because it didn't feel like a, a legit ending, it just felt like okay, that's how he became Saul. It didn't give me any really closure into his his fucking arc. But um, I would say this, it's fucking depressing. Um, it's a very depressing so, show. Um, uh, I I like to 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 sum it up. Nothing went fucking right um, for Saul until he became a fucking scam artist. His brother fucking died, and all be- his brother died all because of a fucking lie, all because he likes this bitch. Um, <laughs> Damn. So. It's it's because it, it, how his brother died is that his brother um his brother uh heart attack his, his I mean not heart attack I don't know why I said fucking heart attack his brother technically killed himself uh because he's this his brother is this famed lawyer who has a a mental illness in which he don't like electricity he think it's gonna kill him um. And with that being said, he he just killed himself after that. Um, that has to be the worst fear you could have, just being afraid of electricity. Yeah, because it was fucking <laughs> everywhere. So his brother lived in a dark house, and somebody like Saul, Saul was able to like fucking. Um, he was able to to. Uh, like what's this called? Like. Help him out when it came to his uh 
his demons. Like, you know, he always bought him like food and shit like that. Um, and helped him get like ice for his cooler because he didn't use the refrigerator. So Saul was helpful, but his brother always thought of Saul as less than what Saul thought of himself. Cause Saul got his law degree through a community college. And if you got your law degree, no matter where you got it from, it's still a fucking law degree, but Saul got his law degree through a community college. So um, his brother didn't think he should be a lawyer. His brother didn't think he, cause he ain't earned it the right way. Um, he didn't go through crippling debt to get it. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't go through fucking hell and high water to get a law degree he probably, you know, I'm not gonna go there. It, it was a very fucked up situation, especially for Saul. Um, but Saul continued to respect his brother and stuff like that till the end. And what I mean by that is eventually he just started to hate his brother. Um, and when he started to hate his brother, he uh, he grew hate for his brother. And basically they drifted apart. Saul, uh, the lady that his, his the love interest end up, you know, they end up falling in love, which is cool. It really doesn't happen in shows like that. But uh, they end up falling in love. And, but the crazy thing is after they fell in love, um, uh, like she left the law firm that they all was at to be like, yeah, I'm gonna become a lawyer like Saul has. And um, when she became a lawyer like Saul, uh, she well not became a lawyer, but she went pro bono. So she take cases, and she went to a solo uh, practice. So she take she not only taking cases like just to prove herself, but she also go solo like Saul did. Uh, Saul helped her get this big account that his brother was fighting for, and in order to do that, he lied on his brother. His brother got really fucked up in the brain, and ended up killing himself by you know setting himself on fire. Uh, that lived with Saul throughout the rest of the series. Uh, you also get backstory of Gus and in the um, Salamanca's the cartel that was going through all that type of stuff. Voss is in that show. It is, he is going to be haunted by gamers for the rest of his fucking life because nobody know his name but Voss. He's in that show. You look at him, you're like, hey, they go Voss. You want to know the definition of insanity? <laughs> and speaking of that, Voss was the most stupid fucking drug dealer known to man. He ended up trying to kill um, Tuco. And yes, the Tuco that everybody think is, is Tuco. The, the guy who plays Tuco in every fucking movie, um, he tried to take Tuco, and, and, and that's his name in the show, by the way, because for some fair reason, him, Hector, and um, uh, the other Mexican dude forever get casted as those names. But um, that's still wild. It's weird. It's really, look up Tuco, and you'll be able to see him play all the same nigga named Tuco. Um, but yeah, he ended up getting Tuco in jail. But throughout that, that had a downhill effect to him basically getting shot up and shit. Uh, but Better Call Saul was good, but very fucking depressing, especially on Saul's part. He, I don't care if you are a lawyer. The life that he lived, you don't want to fucking live. Um, it was a very bad life. Uh, just imagine just, you know, you laughing at your brother for some pussy, he ended up killing himself because of your life. Like, that depressing in itself. But uh, watch Better Call Saul. For gaming, shit. Play the same game I always play. Literally, No Man's Sky, a lot. Uh, Royale, not say Royale, Strikers. Take my time with that shit. Um, Lego games. Playing 2K right now, but realizing I got rusty, so thank God I'm back at it. Um, that's. I've been playing Pokemon Showdown to gear me up 
So when I get my Switch, I'm not buying Sword and Shield, because fuck that. But when the Diamond and Pearl uh, remakes come out, we'll be buying that. So making sure I get alchemated with my Pokemans. But other than that, um, yeah. No, you don't have to do that, right? Huh? You know all these new-gen Pokemon games. Well, well, Diamond and Pearl might be hard, because Diamond and Pearl was a challenge. But I'm just saying, like, like Sword and Shield was a cakewalk. I yeah, swear to God, the freaking experience walk, share thing. So if they the add that experience share thing, broken. if they add that thing to Diamond and Pearl, you don't have It's to going to be a breeze going to Diamond and Pearl. I don't know why they added the experience share thing like that anyway. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Grinding fucking sucks in Pokemon, but that's the only hard thing about Pokemon is walking somewhere under level. Everything else is fucking easy. Uh, but, just and I don't think change that with the RPG that's coming squad. out. So. The real reason I bought my Switch is for that Pokemon RPG that comes out probably a couple of Pokemon. months after. And if that shit ass, I'm taking my badge away and I'm done. I'm going to retire my profile of Pokemon. We Pokemon, Pokemon K. <laughs> Pokemon killer. Hey. All right. So for uh, me, uh, I'll start with, um, should I start with? I'll start with watching. We're not going to talk about the weeklies, but I'll just give a like a quick general synopsis of how I felt like really quick. Jujutsu Kaisen was okay. Shout out to Fukushiguro. Finally showcasing his powers because every time he angry, I'm not going to show it. Or he got pop blocked for some reason. He finally showcased his powers. Pretty dope. Really good action scene. And so it is what it is on that front. Uh, ReZero. Pretty much a snooze fest from the uh, beginning to Especially end. Beatrice part was so. Beatrice part was okay. Um, the Amelia shit, I, I when I tell you I did not care, I just don't care. I, re, I it's at this point where I just don't care about Amelia as a character. Where like even if the scenes are okay, it's just like I you saying it. You're a boring <laughs> character, so exactly you know. like I didn't care about her going against them bunnies, G. I was happy to see the I was bunnies happy return. When the bunnies came back, G. I was like, Let's I was go, happy G. to see the bunnies return. <laughs> so, freaking uh, Rose Wall and Ram situation, I, I don't care. I don't care. Um, the only thing I cared about was the mansion, and I guess they, you know, what's funny? They did the, they did what they did what they did to the mansion. What I wanted them to do with the forest. Burn that bitch. <laughs> they, they literally, this is literally, they burned the mansion down. It figured it out in two, three episodes. And while we've been in this goddamn sanctuary forest for like literally the entire I think next season. episode is going to be it. So I'm hoping next episode is going to be it. But shout out to that. It's top three of this season. I'm going to tell you this. It's not top three of the season for me. Um, <laughs> just is what it is. Um, you had one good episode. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> uh, 2.43 uh, was pretty dope. Um, good volleyball moments. Uh, I was actually shocked. I, I was shocked that they actually won, I guess. It, it, the ending was kind of weird, but it, I guess it means that they won because the dude was like, I don't want, I don't want it, I don't want the game to end, but who knows? They won. I wasn't expecting that because typically, since they, this is kind of a cliche sports stories, I was expecting them to lose their first major game, like 
they all do, but yeah. you get you get you get kudos for for taking a taking a different road. I respect that. Um, skate was the lowkeyest news fest um, mm. because like the drama between Reki and fucking Longa was so freaking. Boring. I didn't watch it, but please tell me it it was resolved. It, it takes the whole episode. Just let you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather watch Tony Hawk struggle to freaking do a five forty. <laughs> it takes the it takes the whole episode. Um you get like a little a little bit of skating with uh Mia and uh Adam's like butler dude, which was pretty cool, but after that it's straight Longa, Recky, Recky being depressed, Longa being depressed, and at the end they skate together and they're like, Oh I, we like skating together. It's like, okay, go back to skating now. <laughs> No one cares about that. So like, that I was mean, that. Niggas um, get hit by skateboards, G. I, I, just give me that. G. It was funny as fuck. Still um, one of the best ones. After that was Horimiya. Um. So I actually, I didn't spoil myself, but a lot of people who read the manga, because I'm starting to notice this as well, and I'm pretty sure Chris was starting to notice this as well. A lot of people um, said like after like chapter eighty in the Horimiya manga like the author starts to like focus a lot on like the side characters and their relationships more so as opposed to like they said like the last i mean prior to the last chapter that literally just recently came out so horimiya has officially ended um they said like chapter 80 was like from what i saw like chapter 80 was like the last big like here's Here's Corey, here's Miyamura, here's them being a couple before, like, the rest of the chapters is dedicated, like, they're more so side characters, and they focus on the side characters and their relationships, and in that case, I don't need a season two. You can end it here. <laughs> you can end this shit here. Because uh, this episode, again, snooze fest. You know what's weird? You have a show in which you have two really good characters great fucking characters great relationships and instead of focusing on them the reason why the fucking show is called Horimiya literally it's named after them <laughs> instead of focusing after. instead of focusing showing them you you're focused on characters that we kind of don't now I know that like people are going to but you have to build your supporting cast up yes you could do that but do so through the interactions of the two main characters the people who we're kind of portraying ourselves and how they interact with the world, not cutting them off and then letting these other characters we don't care about take the center stage out of nowhere. Like, like this episode was about green hair folks, the dude who they barely talked to. It was about him and his sister. And like the bulk of the episode was that she wants to she wants to get into a good high school and like he wants to be a good big brother and like they're afraid that they hate each other. And so he asks Hori to like tutor her some shit. Skip, yawn. Stop doing that shit, bro. And if this is a continuing trend, as in like we, this is how you're going to treat the rest of these episodes. You can end it off season one for me. I don't need a season two. I'm good. I'll take whatever I got with Hori and uh, Miyamura in the first season, and I can live with that. And I'll spoil myself on the last chapter, and we'll end it off that. So that was Hori Mia. It's falling off. A lot of these shows are will keep falling off, but I mean, I guess that's the curse of shows about the end. Um, and then, oh my God, Stills at Work, Cold Black, 
Ooh-wee. So this was, the, this was the final. I think this was the final episode. Yes, yeah, fi- I just saw a post saying it was the final episode. Yeah. Bro. After I thought everything was good, because so basically what ends up happening, to summarize it real quick, the their host body has a heart attack, right? Because he don't take care of his body. So you get to mm-hmm. kind of see what you, what the inside of your body does and how it reacts to you having a cardiac arrest and shit like that. Pretty cool. Um, basically, they resuscitate it. They get the blood pumping. And as a result of that, it's implied that the host body starts to take care of himself because he had a brush with death. He's like, hey, nigga, you almost died. Get your shit together. So it kind of like the environment is very similar to if you watched the original sales at work, right? where it's a very clean, very friendly environment. Of course, it has germs and shit, but the white blood cells take care of that. Um, all of a sudden, fucking the, a tube comes out of nowhere, and essentially it's a blood transfusion. It sucks up all the main characters that we care about, and then they're placed into an even worse body than they originally came for. That's how the show ends. And I'm like, I'm just staring at the screen like, this nigga can't catch a break. He like he literally just like they all just like fought their asses off once this dude had a heart attack to recover his body by delivering oxygen around his body. You find like damn he got a happy ending because he watched his homie die, like he watched so many of his colleagues die. He like damn bro he finally finna get a good ending and then boom he in a wor- even worse body than he was originally in. I was like bro this this is the definition of a tragic hero. This this nigga can't get no break. So that fucked me up. And I don't know if they're going to use this to transition into cells that work coronavirus. I need that shit soon, though. I need that shit soon. I cannot wait for that shit. You getting that cells at work, Wuhan edition? (laughs) Yo. I mean, that shit, that shit (laughs) finna be lit, G. I cannot wait to see how they do that. Oh, that was cells at work. I also started watching, um, oh, uh, Jobless Reincarnation was a pretty good episode last week. Um, as far as like kind of establishing that the main character doesn't like death. He doesn't like killing people. Like he's powerful, but he doesn't want to use his power to kill people. Um, things like that. Uh, and then I started watching, I don't know the fucking title of this shit, Chris. This is like, it's like suppose, suppose a kid from like the boonies of the last dungeon. Oh, I've been watching that, G. That is super funny, G. That that show is fucking hilarious. It's hilarious, Um, G. The premise of the show, I mean, it's basically, I like it, though. Like, I, I, it's really, it's, it's fresh. I wouldn't say it's, like, super original, but, like, when I saw, when I heard of the concept, I was like, that's a pretty fucking cool concept. So, it's, like, it's centered around this RPG-like world where the main character comes from the last dungeon, the last town before you get to the the, the last dungeon of that said world. Um, and he's apparent, he's the weakest kid in that town, but, but since he comes God. from a place that is before the last dungeon, he's around like a lot of OP, like OP ass niggas, OP monsters and shit like that. So when he goes back, cause he wants to apply to become a knight um, because somebody he looks up to was a knight. So he wants to do that. When he he's very shy, very timid. He's very insecure about himself, but he's like the strongest fucking he's nigga OP in the damn show. <laughs> he's like, OP. This the fucking the running joke of when a, like the giant grasshopper niggas come out of nowhere, and he's literally he like, flick and they're like, oh my god, it's monsters, and he's like, that's a bug, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, it's nothing. So, like, then flick them away. Like, I'm like. <laughs> 
my nigga. <laughs> he considers like he only considers like demon lords and shit like that real monsters, but like everything else is like nonchalant threat. He's just knocking shit out the way. So it's a really good, it, it's a really funny show. I like it. Um, I don't know if that's on his last episode, but I wonder if every Isekai is going to be like, we're going to one up each other. That's not that's not an Isekai though. Oh. Yeah, it's not. It's not like he's. It's he just, doesn't get transported into another. Yeah, it's just it's a reg. It's like, like that. RPG light, just anime. Yeah, that's why. I, that's character. why I was able to. That's why I was willing to give it a watch when I first checked it out because I was like, "Is this a fucking isekai?" But then I was like, "Okay, no, it's not." Okay, so yeah, that Everybody was pretty. Uh, <laughs> so on the gaming, um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so let's see uh two things so i i officially beat fire emblem three houses i beat all the paths and everything like that um so to get my overall thoughts on it since i complete the whole package i freaking love it um it's one of those switch games that i recommend you play if you are into strategy if you're into um, yeah, if you're in the strategy, if you're into a really kind of cool medieval dragons, gods type of story, it's really cool. Very interesting. Um, uh, if I were for my people who play Three Houses, so you know what I'm talking about, if I were to rate the paths, it would be Dimitri's path is first. The church and Claude's path is a tie for me. I really like them both. And then Edelgard's path is last. I don't hate it, but compared to the other paths that I played, I like them a lot better than her initial path. Um, so all in all, I poured like 300 plus hours into that game. It's my longest played Switch game. Um, so I would say my final rating is obviously gonna be a fucking a 10 out of 10. Like I fucking love the game. I wouldn't I wouldn't have poured 300 hours into the game if I didn't think it was a 10 out of 10 game. If I if I just was like oh well, that was a cool path and I'm done no nah. I recommend you get it um, shout out to the Switch and uh, the next game I beat um, was Persona Five Strikers I finally uh, beat it this week um, let me see how how should I structure this um I'll start with this this is another good example of if you give Koei Tecmo the bag. They can deliver a damn good game. Uh, I'm honestly shocked to this day that this game does not have a bunch of costume DLCs and shit, considering this is Koei Tecmo, considering that th this is also Sega too, because Sega owns Atlas. If I can say you are some scumbags when it comes to some of your DLC too, so you're not off the hook. But I'm, I'm shocked that there's no outrageous DLC far apart from like the digital deluxe edition stuff that you get. Um, So, Kudos for you, I guess, for showing some restraint. Maybe we'll see. Um, but uh, story, I'll start with story, right? Um, what do I think of this story compared to Persona Five Royale? Um, it's essentially, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. A lot of the stuff in this story is beat for beat, like the uh, Persona Five Royale, which is kind of not a bad thing but if you played the fuck out of persona 5 like me and detro have you'll notice a lot of things are kind of like mm -hmm, okay we get it mm -hmm. uh, the first the first dungeon 
boss had ties to N. Um, the second one had ties to Yusuke. Oh, you, but you mixed it up. The third one didn't have ties to Makoto. It had ties to Haru. Ooh, I'm going to give you points for that. Um, <laughs> but a lot of the stuff is beat for beat hell. I'm not going to spoil anything for Day Trail, but like that is literally like the, the final kind of area and the motivations of the final boss of the game is literally, hey, y'all the boss. Do you mind if I copy your homework? Sure, bro. Just make sure you don't just 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 make sure you don't copy all of my answers. But yeah, you can. It's 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 insanely close to the it's like even the the design as well, like once you get to that part day trail, like it's 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 kinda like they were like, fuck, we can't be bothered. Uh shit. I mean, we already reused an assets and shit like that. Uh, they hit it with the Yo, they gonna buy a game regardless, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This Persona Five. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What's our deadline for this game? Oh, we gotta have some down for next week. Oh, uh, uh, all right. Uh, just let me see. The, okay. All right. Clip a few of the wings here. Add a little halo here. All right. Boom. All right. Ship it out. That's your stuff for Persona Five Strikers. It's pretty much that. Um. So I wasn't overly too impressed with the story. I will say, as far as character though. The new characters that they introduced, Sophia and Zenkichi, I love them a lot, especially, especially Zenkichi. He's the first out of the Persona 3 universe, right? I don't know about Persona 1 and 2. But he's the first party member, I believe, out of all... And I've played all of the Persona, all the side games and shit. He's the first party member that's actually over the age of fucking 21 that's in your party that you get to play as, which... That's pretty cool. It's pretty dope. Uh, so he brought a lot of interesting discussions as far as like bringing the perspective of an adult to the Phantom Thieves. And you had a lot of interesting dialogues between what they think justice is and changing hearts and shit like that. Sophia being an AI, of course, you got that cliche. What if AIs had emotions and feelings? But I did like her. Um, I did like the impact that she brought to the story as far as when she displayed those things because and also i got to control her for a hundred percent of the game unlike a certain other female character <laughs> that got freaking delegated to freaking uh 20 hours of the game that hopefully you knew what confidants to get up because if you didn't you just got the original uh, uh ending and you just wasted 60 dollars um but yeah so that was that um gameplay is freaking phenomenal like i i love it love it love it this isn't this isn't literally like if you took dynasty warriors and you just skinned you modded persona characters on there this is you took key elements from persona 5 gameplay you took key elements from uh the muso dynasty warrior style game and you blended together you blended them together and you made a fucking you made the second coming of baby gaming jesus it's amazing so kudos for the gameplay, um, for making it not only feel like you're playing Persona 5, but you're also playing a Dynasty Warriors game. So all in all, I would give the game a solid um, eight out of 10. I think that this is definitely, um, this is something, I mean, you're gonna get if you get, if you're a Persona fan. Uh, how would I compare it to the original? Like if, would I replay this as much as I played the original Persona 5 Royale? No because there's a lot of key things in the original Persona 5 that I love, such as social links, 
Um, in this game, they're delegated to. There's literally only. No, there's one. <laughs> I just have to. There's one chance at the out of the entire game, and I clocked in this game at about sixty hours. Um, so there's only one part of the game in which they go like, "Hey, choose somebody who you want to spend your time with," and you choose whoever you want to spend, whoever your persona waifu is, and then like you have like this brief one minute conversation and you get a blush like i think i might like you they don't say it but they're like oh no it'd be cool if we could spend time together lame shit right um so a lot of key elements that i think players who are big fans of the persona series are kind of uh lacking in persona 5 strikers because they kind of have to stick to this one formula and it's not as big or expansive as the you know something like persona 5 royale so I, that's kind of why I would rate Persona 5 Royale higher than Strikers, but I don't think this is a bad sequel. It still manages to retain the characters, um, the style, and the overall reason why you grew it. you fell in love with Persona 5 in the first place. It remained, it manages to retain those elements and expand them even further than something that, some things that couldn't be done in Persona 5 Royale, which is a fucking 20 hour expansion pack to the original. Um, so get the game. Um, it's on Switch too. So if you want to take that game on the go, that'd be pretty dope. So uh, that's it for gaming. And on to reading, um, we have our Boruto and Super um, chapters came out this week. I didn't even know they came out. I, I was just looking and I saw Viz and I was like, oh yeah, these chapters are out. Uh, Boruto was, okay, how can I explain this in a way that doesn't make this shit already as boring as it is? Um, essentially, Boruto, this is the aftermath of the fucking fight that they had. Kurama's dead. Naruto doesn't even mention Kurama being dead, by the way. <laughs> like, no, there's no emotional hey, scene or hey, that's nothing. Wild. Just he's just like this is not uh, <laughs> Oh man. This was a this was a heavy ass exposition field fucking chapter. Um so essentially you got uh Kawaki was telling Boruto that they are about to be spookified because they're vessels for um the clan, whatever. And and basically Kawaki was telling Boruto that there's a way in which you can make a vessel for yourself. So that way, when you get taken, when your body, because your body is going to get taken over by Momochiki eventually, but you can prepare a vessel for yourself using karma. So that way, when you get taken over, you will have something else that you could transfer yourself into. And they were talking about this kid whose name is Code. And Code was somebody who he got tested for karma. Okay. He got tested for karma alongside Kawaki, but he wasn't as he wasn't compatible at first. But then somehow he was able to be he was compatible, but he's not suitable enough to be a vessel like Kawaki is. So he told Boruto, "Hey, look, transfer your karma into Code, so that way when Momoshiki takes over your body, you can take over." Cold's body because he'll be your vessel with karma. Now, for you guys who are listening to me saying this, going like, what the fuck is this shit? That's exactly what I was saying as I was reading this shit. Why is this necessary? I'm like, 
to me at this point, like if you like Boruto, if you genuinely like Boruto, I'm not mad at you, right? You're entitled to your own opinion. The problem I'm having with Boruto is that this shit is so unnecessary. Like this karma, Momoshiki, Otsutsuki clan, all this stuff is just unnecessary, boring filler to me. And it's at this point, I'm at, I'm on the side when people were like, when Shippuden ended, they were like, yo, just let this shit. Okay, you know, Boruto, yeah, Naruto had two kids. Cool. That's all I need to know about them is that he had, they're, they're Naruto's kids. I'm on that side fully now. Like, I'm really done with Boruto. I just, I just, there's, there's nothing that I'm, like, because they're trying to bring back the, the, the Ten Tails. They're trying to bring back the Fruit of the Tree of Life. It's like, come on, bro. You already did this shit, bro. Relax. We don't want to see this stuff again. We're just, a, who cares about the next generation? So, that's basically what happened. Um, and then Naruto, Shikamaru, and some doctor dude who used to work with Kawaki were talking about, like, they were also talking about the um, karma stuff. And, like, Naruto literally, like, they were also saying, they were also talking about the fact that, you know, Naruto doesn't have Kurama anymore, so he's not as, uh, he's not as useful, so to speak. And they also said that uh, Sasuke has permanently lost the running gun. So, hey, if they throw some bum ass political shit in that show, wrap it up. Oh, speaking, some... of poli- uh, speaking of politics, Naruto ended off the talk going like he needs to talk to all the, the other Hokages. So they're like about to hold like a big Kage summit so that they can all talk about the um, the karma, the Otsutsuki, and all that nice stuff that you want to hear about when you think of Naruto. My man's is on straight weird shit. Back up. Yes. We, yeah, man. Oh, man. Just bad. But then the chapter ends with, like, Boruto talking to Kawaki. He's basically going, like, oh, we have to save. Uh, uh, we can't keep relying on my dad forever. We're a ninja, and, you know, ninjas fight or whatever. And then Kawaki was, like, uh, what do you do? Like, you know, what do we do in times like this, Kawaki? And then, like, Kawaki's like, what are you talking about? He's like, train. So I guess there's going to be a training arc now, maybe a time skip or something, maybe to make it a little bit interesting, but that's how the chapter ended. Um, I, I don't care. Um, so on to Super. Um, Super was a good chapter. Um, uh, Granola is down bad. I mean, like, he down bad for Revenge Against the <laughs> So um, it starts off with he made the wish uh, to Shinron to become the most powerful warrior in the universe. And essentially what happens is that Shinron goes like, hey, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it a buck with you, G. That shit is beyond my control, my nigga. I can't do that. <laughs> and it, it, he's like, what you mean, bro? What you mean? Um, and then he's like, uh, I can, I can like unlock like. I can only increase your power as far as like your latent abilities go up to. Um, but then he goes like, there is a way that I can grant you power though, but it'll cost something and it gets to something else. Um, Vegeta is training with uh, Beerus. Um, he's trying to um, buy a boulder, uh, but then he destroys it and Beerus goes like, yeah, you, you just smashed it. You didn't destroy it. He's like, when I destroy something, I literally erase it from existence. So he possibly like a huge boulder into the air and he erases it from existence um and then goku and we start talking and like you know goku's like oh wow Beerus is really training vegeta and all this other stuff um and 
like Weeks is like, are you worried? And he's like, hell no. Nah. Like he's gonna get strong his way, and I'm gonna get strong my way by mastering Ultra Instinct. <laughs> uh, so he's doing that, and then like um, he's talking to the little the little fish nigga, and then the little fish thing. Like Weeks is going like, yeah, but like, aren't you worried that like you guys aren't like the strongest beings in the universe or something like that? And the fish is like, yeah, you, like a, a great warrior will rise up soon. And like Goku and Vegeta, are like, oh, that's me, that's me. And Vegeta takes the little, like, a little rock pebble, and he hakai's it. So that means he's learning, he's developing the hakai, um, which is pretty good for you Vegeta fans. But still number two, because Ultra Instinct over hakai any day, bro. That should be broken. <laughs> uh, so and Goku also knows hakai too in the manga, technically. So. Uh, it is what that's it is. what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, <laughs> yo, I, I was like, okay, Vegeta no Hakai. Did they? I don't mind if they retcon and shit. I don't give a fuck. It's Dragon Ball. But I'm like, are they gonna even gonna like acknowledge the fact that he almost erased Zamatsu whatsoever? Yeah, like yeah, Goku knows something. He knows about Hakai. He's just, I think he's just more concerned about that Ultra Instinct though. Um, so then we get. What is it? Uh, so it cuts back to um, Granola, and this is like a little a callback shot. Granola has like his hair is like in the style of Super Saiyan three, and he's also like in the same pose as when like Goku had originally showcased when he had Super Saiyan three hair in the manga. Nice little callback. Um, but he's like super strong. The Namekian Elder comes out and goes, like, "What the fuck did you do? What'd you do?" And he's like, "I wish to become the greatest warrior in the universe." And he flies off because he's gonna go talk to those. Um, uh, hot topic emo vampire niggas and get them uh some information about where uh frieza sama is so he goes to them he's like hey uh tell me where frieza is and we gonna have we go you know we gonna have some problems they send fat folks after him uh granola beats his ass and they're like holy sh how did you get so strong and he and he basically tells them it's because of dragon balls i wish to become the greatest uh, warrior in the universe he's like that kind of wish shouldn't be possible like what like you know like what are you talking about and then he's like give me the location of frieza because i don't have that much time left and he granola basically explains that the ramifications of the wish that he made is he sacrificed so shinron explained it that he can take he can accumulate his life force his I life expectancy it's always life force <laughs> as a way to basically give him the current power he has now but it was severely like kind of like death note where it's like you want to find out how long these people have to live that's cool, but we're gonna cut your life in half. Um, it's the same thing with um, Dragon Ball, where it's like you get power, but we cut your life in half. So he basically says that he has, he would have had like 150 something years left to live. And now he only has three years left to live to kill Frieza. <laughs> that is some down bad shit. <laughs> this man sacrificed. 150 years of his life to get revenge, bro. Frieza, <laughs> it makes you wonder because, like, you know how originally how Vegeta or Frieza uh, wishes for the Dragon Balls when they first appear were, I want to be stronger or, or like, uh, no, it was, I never die. Be it makes me wonder if Shinron will ever been able to grant that. She'd be like, I can't do that for you, bro. I can't. <laughs> Because at least it shows his ramifications for certain type of wishes like that. It I worked. Like that. It, it, but this was the Super Dragon Balls, though. I feel like if it was like the Super Dragon Balls and he was just like, yeah, nigga, give me power, he would have that Shinron would have been like, all right, here you go. And yeah, that's he yeah, done with his life. Because the Masu was able to use that. He was like, yo, 
I want to be immortal. And she's right. super yeah. I was like, yeah, with the super dragon, but different rules. So, um, but yeah, so that happens. They tell him that like he he says like he basically leaves because uh, he beats up the fat folks and he beats up the girl, and then the the other dude that like gave him smoke the first time he met was about to go was about to go in on him, but then he stopped the fight. And he was like, I'm gonna be back if you don't tell me where Frieza is. I'm on y'all ass. Um, and basically, the the leader of the Hot Topic emo vampires, he goes like, "All right, listen. So here's what we go do. Because um, Frieza is still the reason. You know, Frieza being alive is low key making a bag, and we don't want to fumble the bag here. So what we go do is we go coerce, or we're gonna falsely lead Granola to attack." Because he has a grudge against Saiyans too, because they're the ones who destroyed his world. So we're gonna have him go up against Vegeta and Goku, because they're Saiyans. He has a grudge against them, so they'll fight each other, and then we'll use whoever lives or whatever, something like we'll use whoever lives, and basically like they'll either kill each other or we'll use them to kind of ultimately get Frieza or something like that. So that's kind of like their big plan, and that's how the chapter in so fascinating chapter um granola is down bad for revenge against frieza um and vegeta's training and goku's training is going well so people who go like oh it's an ass full power ass full power ass full power he's steadily showing through these chapters that these niggas is training so whatever comes when him and granola have that fight it's gonna be some good because granola is op now like the, the fish, even Whis is telling them, like, like when we saw that Granola got the power, got the wish fulfilled, he was like, oh, this is trouble. This is bad. So he's very strong now. So, like, he's not, like, he's going to put some, he's going to put in some work, so to say. Obviously, he's not going to win because his name is not Goku. But I'm about to say, okay, you a ghoul. <laughs> what's a ghoul to a Goku? Like, hey, I don't get no fuck. But as, as of now, he is a strong number three in the universe right now. So, uh, or number two, depending on if they want to disrespect Vegeta, which I'm all for. Uh, They're going to disrespect Vegeta. Uh, <laughs> I look at, as a Vegeta fan, I, I look at Vegeta as being a Bears fan. You won't be disappointed. You're going to enjoy the first five minutes, like the Bears. You're going to enjoy the first five games. Then go down bad. Yeah, hey. But that's it. Um, a lot of a lot of talking for me, but I just wanted to cover up all our weeklies and update us, update the fans and everybody else on what's going on in the different mediums that we watch in before we start going into the gospel of the Snyder. Now let us turn right. to uh, uh, First Snyder's chapter one verse one. Uh, that's actually do. Uh, <laughs> let's do flying Tupac and Warner Soldier. So uh, oh, oh, yeah, because I think oh, we, gotta, we could we, we gotta could go, go we gotta fast. close our Bibles and uh, go to the sacrilege, the the unholy uh, vestments that is the Marvel realm. If uh, anybody about... could play a comedic Satan, gee, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, um, <laughs> what's his name? You know, uh, him from Powerpuff Girls. Hey, that's fucked up. But Anthony Mackie can play him. 
Coach kind of like with the like with the jawline. He kind of. Yo, I told Cuz he was like, I told Cuz certain faces that Anthony Mackie make that nigga look like Nick to a fucking Bro, dude. T. He just do, G. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, bro. Especially that face. Especially the funny meme when he just <laughs> like he did something wrong. <laughs> this is looking funny, but yeah. So Falcon and Winter Soldier, aka uh, uh, flying Tupac. Hey yo, check it out, motherfucker! I'm Tupac. Each time we talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier, we open it up with that with that sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga should be ashamed for that Tupac role. And crossover. Crossover was also a thing. But I blame Wayne Brady for that. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, Cam, I'll let you uh, lead it because uh, I just interject <laughs> you know where I can. Uh, this was, okay. So a lot of people who are expecting like this to be like dumb action. <clears throat> this show is actually... Got some little bit, little bit, a little bit, little bit of death, a little bit of death in there, you know. Which is necessary. Um, I, I liked it. it. This is this is a very slow burner. We do get an action theme, but like other than that, this show is really kind of it's taking what Wandavision did and establishing the the premise of what Wandavision did, which is establishing the the world of the MCU after the blip occurred. Um, and how it affected certain characters. And now it's really taking that concept in Falcon and Winter Soldier, where you really get to see the impact of what the blip did to certain people. You see it with uh, uh, Tupac, uh, Flying Tupac's uh, sister. She didn't get blipped. So, you know, she had, she was like, I, you know, I was alone for five years. I had to take care of our house and, and uh, I had to take care of my kids and all this other stuff. And you just disappeared. Um, and same thing with uh, Winter Soldier. We see that um, he's having PTSD flashbacks because, well, no, no, not PTSD. Yeah, yeah PTSD flashbacks of him being Winter Soldier. Um, and he has like this conversation with uh, a therapist that he has to see. Um, and she's like, did you have a nightmare? He's like, no, I didn't have a nightmare. And then at first I'm like, why are you lying? That's actually some pretty fucking clever dialogue that they did. He's it like, did. That was a, that was one of the. I really enjoyed the dialogue in that. That was actually well scripted. It was really good. He was like, "No, I didn't have a nightmare," and she was kind of basically trying to talk to him because they were both soldiers. And she's like, "He's like, um, like, what do you what do you want?" He's like, "I just want peace." And she's like, "That's bullshit. You don't want peace because you know we both survived war." And we both know that peace can be a very dangerous thing for people who, who survive those experiences because you're alone. Like you need, he's like, you need friends. You need people to you need people to reach out to and talk to. It's a really good, it's a great pro mental health message, especially from the angle of like veterans and shit like that, because that's, I mean, that's real stuff, right? Um, so I enjoyed that dialogue. It was great for Winter Soldier's character too, because like that nigga, like he's just a messed up character in general with all the stuff he's going through um so you have that dynamic you have falcon um who has two dynamics one of the night the dynamics being the fact that he has to he's burdened with the are you going to take the mantle of captain america and he he himself he just doesn't feel like he's worthy enough to take it on at this moment um so he sells it to the smithsonian museum to kind of display as an artifact and he's like you know cap 
you know, Cap died, he passed on. So at this point, like, we don't need old heroes. We need new heroes to rise up and, and take on the mantle. Really, really good dialogue. Like, the yeah. show has some really good, like, dialogue as far as, like, the next, the, the, the ramifications of what happened during Infinity War and how hard it is, but you have to move on. Um, so essentially, like, as far as, like, the bad guy plot of it, the show opens up with him doing this mission to recover an agent that's being taken over by these people. So Falcon does his thing. You get a really cool little chase action scene with him, um, showcasing that, like, he really is weak as fuck because, like, if this was any other Avenger, this would have been done in, like, two seconds. Um, but, you know, you got to pad out that running time. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he he, uh, he rescues him because they have to rescue him before they get to, like, this border. The Libya, because, yeah, the Libyan uh, bo- uh, yeah, border. Because airspace and all other, the treaties and stuff like that, it would be a very bad situation for the U.S. Air Force. So he rescues him. And they're basically like there's this symbol that's going around that they are not aware of that kind of like spreading these like very, you know, radical idealisms and things like that. So one of his like buddies in the war, I don't know who he is as far as like comic I believe his name is Torres. I think yeah, I don't know if like if he has a major role in the comics or if he's just a character that they just added. Probably in, but, like, he, I, don't, I don't care. He basically stays in a location so he can gather more intel. You know, Falcon goes back home, and that's when he talks to his sister. And that side story is basically he wants um, his sister wants to sell the family boat because, like, you know, times is tough. Sell that shit, we need money. Uh, Falcon does not want to sell that because that's a part of their, you know, their history, their heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wants to preserve that. So he's like, listen, I'm going to help you because, you know, I'm an Avenger. I'm, I work for the military. Like, they got to know me. They, you know, we go, we go apply for a loan. We go get that shit consolidated. A lot, a lot. His sister is like, I. <laughs> you forget you, you forget the color of your skin. So then they go to the bank. Um, this again, this is a really good fucking scene, dog. <laughs> it's a really good scene. Yeah, like, like it, I, let me t- this like scene. A, let me talk about this scene because this scene was hilarious. So the banker or whatever was like, you look familiar. You go to LSU. <laughs> like you play for LSU? <laughs> I'm like, gee. off the bat stereotype, G. Exactly. I'm like, bro, bat. you you said this nigga is literally an LSU football player, bro. You bogus as hell. Like, come on, G. <laughs> then he said, and then Falcon literally has he's like <laughs> trying to say he does this <laughs> the wings. I'm like, oh, you're Falcon. And they just sitting there talking, yatted it up. His sister just looking annoyed. Like it, his sister was his giving sister was quality for the book. Yeah, his sister was look giving quality black woman vibes, G. Like you could tell was she was like, like just <laughs> quality, like this some bullshit. So they're talking, and he just pretty much breaks down, says, "So you haven't had no income for five years," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah nigga, I wasn't here, here for five years. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, I was gone, <laughs> like literally gone, like half the universe gone." So he was like. Well, okay. Uh, then looking at the other fight, he says, "Yeah, but even Millie, you got off and on and shit like that." It was just like, "Damn, bro! Like you reading no, for no, filth no. right now." Even before that, he said some bogus ass shit because he was like, "How do y'all? You know, you guys are heroes, right?" It's like, oh yeah, G. Kinda, is there some kind of like program that gets y'all paid or something like this that? Is really- well, and then he, 
And then he says, or do y'all get paid by uh or do y'all get paid by starting by goodwill, by the way? He, he says it, he says it like in a completely disrespectful fucking I'm like, bro, I wanted to punch this nigga. G. Like hey, he gave that that's a funny parallel because it's like people on Twitter run on to say Bruce Wayne bought Superman's house back. Tony Stark, <laughs> Tony Stark, gave <laughs> <Yeah>, them niggas, <laughs> put them niggas in jail and say, all right, move on. So that was a funny ass parallel people was making. But yeah, that happened. I was just like, damn, Jim. And Falcon literally said, yeah, we do it with goodwill, bro. You know, we die for this. Like, just, just like it's, it'd be good for you to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, give, give us, give my sister's loan so we can keep this boat, so we can keep our family business going. And then he like, yeah, I get you a hero, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like our, our, our his options are tight. And then his sister goes like, hmm, funny how it becomes tight when it when when uh when we come around. And I was Is like it, I was like, whoever messages. wrote this understands <laughs> they get they get it, G. Whoever wrote messages. the script gets it, G. They really get it. So like Dude, whoever wrote whoever directed and wrote this scene. You they did get a it. good fucking job. <laughs> you get it. You get it. That's all I'm going to say in regards to that. So, so yeah. So, they walk out. They mad at each other saying, yeah. Uh, so, they ain't get no money. They ain't got no loan. Now, they sitting there trying to figure out what the hell they got to do. So, I, I really enjoyed that scene. Like, scenes like this really part. showing the struggle. It humanizes the universe and lets us, it lets yeah. us know that, like, yeah, these guys are heroes, but that nigga's still black. And they broke. <laughs> So, wouldn't let that shit happen to me though. Let me be a superhero, bro. Hell no, I'm going. I'm going pay to the me. White House. I'm going to Congress. I'm going like, listen, pay me, or I'm gonna do their job for them. I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna end it with them. Fuck you talking about? Y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all going to the White House? Hello, ain't you Tony Stark's wife? I mean, I mean, uh, Tony Stark's wife. Yeah, give me some money. Give me some money. Do I say for your husband. Give me some money. <laughs> oh, you go. Funny, like, oh, yeah. like how Batman did Superman, because you know I felt bad for you. I bought the I bought the bank to get your farm back. Yeah, you go to like, Tony yeah. Stark, bitch. I mean, but like, run them checks. Fuck it. I'm talking about like, but like you a nigga like Falcon, bro. Like you really finna think you like she got that OPS Iron Man, so she goes. What you say? <laughs> he Tupac, motherfucker. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Hey, yo, check it out, motherfucker. I'm Tupac. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm talking to niggas. I'm like, bro, I stood sad uh, with you. Nigga, go to Wakanda. You'll be treated like a king out there. You black. Let me let, let me have powers like Wanda. I'm more like, I'm, listen, your daughter, I'm a racer from existence, and I'm a racial memories that you would never have a that you never had her. Like, oh, or you Wakanda, give me a man. I know he can slide you a couple bucks. I know T'Challa got it on him. Tyler, give me a million dollars or I'm going to race Wakanda from existence. <laughs> and I'm taking all your vibranium too, nigga. Uh, but uh, so after that scene, uh, we cut back to uh, Winter Soldier and basically that nigga his, kind of, his, his side arc is basically the ramifications like one thing that i really like that they kind of went into in civil war with tony stark's parents 
but they went into the ramifications of him being Winter Soldier. Particularly, there's this um, there's this old um, Japanese man, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Japanese man, old Japanese man that he's taking care of. Or not taking care Yuri. of. Yuri. I think it was Yuri, I believe. Yeah, his oh, name no. is Yuri, and so uh, he basically goes like, "Hey, um, you know, like I'm gonna take you out to go. Like they eat, they go out to eat sometimes because you know they're both." Old got nobody. And, they got nobody. Yeah, and they just want to take care. So basically, they're talking, and he sets Yuri sets a Winter Soldier up with a date because he's like, because he, he, they go to this um, sushi bar, and it's this not a bad looking. This is bad he looking. Decent uh, little Asian chick, G. You know what I'm saying? He's looking real nice behind the counter, and so he like, hey, listen, uh, I'm gonna set you up. You know what I'm saying? So Yuri goes like, hey, he wants to take you out. She's like, okay, you know, you know come back here tomorrow at 10 or something so yeah shout to yuri but then yuri gonna he breaks down he talks about how his son um died while he was overseas and i'm just kind of like why the hell are you talking about like what the hell okay what does this mean but we cut to um the next day he goes to meet the chick at the bar um at the sushi bar they're talking kind of having a little nice little chemistry together i don't know if they're gonna be like a thing thing throughout this uh chat because he's low-key just dusted her ass <laughs> like, like they were talking about some stuff and then he just kind of left her um yeah, because he realized battleship and he just said yeah he's peace. like hold on because he goes back to the he goes back to talk to uh yuri he and at his apartment he opens up the door and he sees this shrine that um in the picture of his son and then that's when i was like holy shit i, I was, was like, like come wow. on wow Come on, that <laughs> was good. The setup for that was amazing because in later early on in the episode, we just out we get like this completely because I was like, what the hell is going on? This I thought when the soldiers on on like a secret yeah, mission. Yeah, I was like, how the hell did work. he get? How did he get uh brainwashed again? What happened? Oh, <laughs> uh, but it was a but like and it was the way that they did it was they it, he made it to believe like it was a nightmare that like he was just like oh what if I became the Winter Soldier and I did this stuff. Um, so basically, it's like I forget where he was, someplace in Russia or something, and like he's killing all these people. He sees that there's this random uh, student civilian who's sees that he killed all these people. He's like, "Don't shoot! Don't shoot!" And then before he, you know, shoots him, he wakes up. But then we lead, then we find out that that wasn't a nightmare. That was his past, yeah. and he is responsible for killing Yuri's son. And I was like, "Holy shit, that was, that was good. I that was a great part of the episode. This is stuff that I want to see as far as like the Winter Soldier character because he was brainwashed. He did a lot of messed up stuff in the past, and that has repercussions. So to see that in fruition, um, and being developed, especially around people that he seems to care about, good stuff. Um, and the uh, we also get another part of this what I forgot to mention because. They're not really going into like who's the main villain is. They're kind of more so characterizing. They're kind of setting up the Winter Soldier and Falcon character, which I like. And the villains are kind of taking a background for now. Uh, but essentially, the dude who got left, uh, Torres, Torres, whatever his name is, he's like kind of he goes to one of the sites of where they're doing one of their activities. Um, they basically break into some bank and. Like he has like the mask on and there he's kind of pretending to be them. He sees that they're about to escape for some reason. I don't know why he just didn't 
you know, record the video, get a picture of dude, and just bounce. But for some reason, he wanted to play fucking hero. That nigga takes his mask off, bodied, and he goes like, "Oh, oh, freeze! I don't know, you know, blah blah blah." And then the freaking big old dude started beats his ass. He lifted that nigga up, bro. <laughs> Puts him on the ground and stomps on him and like knocks him unconscious. But he was able to get a video recording of the issue, and he brings that up to Falcon. Like, you know, there's something going on here. These people, I don't know what these people are doing. So that's kind of like. Little, giving us little bits and pieces of who the main villain is going to be as far as that is concerned. Um, and then the episode ends off uh, where uh, after that, his sister comes into the room and she's like, turn on the news, turn on the news. Uh, you got to see this. Um, and the U.S. government is going like, hey, um, you know, we need a symbol. We need a hero. Uh, introducing a brand new Captain America. Some now I don't know. Is this a comic book character, or is yeah, it just some random dude? I think so. I think it was a random dude. I, I think it was a random. A dude. I gotta, character. I gotta look into that. But art. you know how Marvel is; they will put somebody in there that's a comic book character, but never use them ever. A fucking yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah. just some random white dude walks out with Captain America's shield. He uh, he has the he suit walks, on it, like, barely yeah. fit. He has the suit, the shield, everything, and um. And like you know, Falcon is like he's just staring at the screen like what the fuck? Like he's just like yo. Hey yo, check it out, motherfucker! I'm Tupac. Not Captain America. <laughs> uh, so and then like the 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 fake Captain America looks down on the screen. He smi- He does a little wink at the camera. That nigga look MAGA as hell. <laughs> Yeah, so. like that's Captain Maga G. <laughs> that oh, I'm assuming Maga. I I'm gonna like I'm gonna put my um watered down theory because I learned from WandaVision from you know my watered down theory is just so he's just a symbol. He's basically he's like he's a figurehead basically. Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't have super soldier serum. He does he's just some random nigga they put into a costume just so they could appease the public. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I agree. Like that dude like the suit didn't fit. <laughs> that's all the suit didn't fit. It was like they took it off, uh, like Cap just dropped it off to him and he said, hey, skinny white man, throw this on. And it was very American. Like, that's a American-ass thing to do. All right, let's yeah. get a new Captain America. Like, nigga, that's not yeah. solving the problem. You didn't they, listen to they, the black man. <laughs> well, they don't care about his opinion, so, because he's black. Um, exactly. Like, you didn't yeah. listen to the black man when he said, <laughs> we need new heroes. New symbols, and they said, and "He's like, nah, fuck that. We need a new Captain America." <laughs> yeah, we just need a new Captain America. Matter of fact, just somebody put him in a suit. Like he can't, he, he's not qualified, but just throw him in a suit. So yeah, I like, I don't. That dude's gonna get in a situation and end up body G. And I hope he gets. And I think that's when Falcon is going to. Either I don't know if it's gonna be Falcon or Winter Soldier at this point, but I feel like at that point. I think it's leaning towards Falcon that he's gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the mantle. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm Captain America. Um, yeah, that's what it should lead to. We'll see, but uh, it's only six episodes. I didn't know it's only gonna be six episodes. Yeah, it's a, it's so, a mini series. So, so that, so yeah. I'm cool with it because quality is gonna be good, and if this really set a good tone, like I really like the tone it set, uh, built up the characters, and I just like. That the focus is on, a we down bad, Thanos really fucked us over, and we're trying to recover, and we got other shit we got to do. So, 
Yeah, I really we're like heroes, that, so. and we're also humans. That's what exactly. the show is doing, and I like that. Yeah, so good job. Uh, oh, and another thing I would like to point out too about that show that I liked was the dialogue between uh, him and uh, Warhammer, uh, uh, Ro- Rody thing. Oh yeah, um, uh, he was basically yeah when he was at like he was asking him, um, hey, uh, you know like. He's like, why didn't you take up the mantle? And then, like, he was asking. He just said he doesn't. I do you don't you just find it ironically hilarious that the two black sidekicks of the two most important people are the ones that are gonna take the mantle back of the <laughs> like the main heroes? Like, bro. <laughs> like, Rody said, like, yeah, I guess I gotta be Iron Man. I don't know. <laughs> And then, and like, Falcon, the, two, like, the two black sidekicks are the ones that gotta take up the mantle now. <laughs> uh, I just, I just found that a good, but I, the dialogue I still like the fact he's like, listen, like, he, he gave it to you, man. Like, you got, you gotta do this. Um, so, I'm looking forward to see what happens next. Yeah. So, really good shout. Good start so far. Disney strong start. Um, let's go ahead and talk about. Oh, also, since we're picking up Disney Plus news. Oh. Um, I got an email that they are raising the subscription up for a dollar now. So instead of six ninety nine, it's now seven ninety nine. Now, um, Disney Plus, I see what you're doing, and <laughs> your shit stank, bro. Like that stank. How are you going? So I, I see what you're doing because now it's like. Oh, that before it's like, oh, you know, we really only got like Mandalorian, right? Yeah. But now it's like, oh, no, no, we got, we got, we got, we got Mandalorian, two seasons of Mandalorian. We got Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got Loki coming out in uh, June. We got content. So now we got content. We finna charge, we finna start upraising that cost, charging y'all more money. And it's like, nigga, you, you just now starting to get content. Now you got the audacity to go like, or content that we should have given y'all at, during the first year, or at least towards the end year of Disney Plus's original release. Oh, well, now that we're giving it to you, you guys got to give us one more dollar. Not to mention the fact that you're 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 charging premium prices, like for that. Oh, was it that Raja Raja in the Last Dragon? I think Mulan is free now, but like before it was Mulan, you're charging. I think it's twenty five dollars, no thirty dollars. Yep. On top of the subscription price. You are out of your mind. Out of your mind. Stop it. It's like you it's like you're Ubisoft. You take two steps forward and a thousand steps back. Niggas try to niggas try to go like, oh yeah, you should get Disney Plus, bro. I'll be like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, should you get Disney Plus? It's like, yeah, I mean, like, it's got some good shows, but your business practices are scummy, bro. Y'all starting to become the EA of subscription services. And EA mm. has its own subscription service. Oh, shout out to uh, EA finally adding EA Play to uh, PC. Dummy ass shit, bro. I just had to end it off on that because I got the email and I was like, why? What? For what reason? Because I'm only still watching one thing on Disney Plus now. First it was Mandalorian. Now it was then it was WandaVision, and now it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. But you want to charge me another dollar for that? Hey man. They wilding, but oh yeah, uh, the reason they doing it because Netflix did that dumb shit too, and Amazon yeah, Prime did that. 
fuck. Yeah. Netflix, Netflix didn't cost that much. Didn't cost as much at first. I don't know how much it cost because you know I got team mobile that shit free. But I think it, cost, it probably like, it probably cost like twelve now. Like yeah. Netflix, cost they like they they did it because they can get away with it. Their competition it, did it, so now they're doing it. Netflix it's, did that shit. Amazon did that shit slick. Amazon was like nine ninety nine. Next thing you know, that bitch was twelve something. I just found that shit out. Oh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah, now it's they, subtle. Now they, they yeah, twelve ninety nine, and now then eventually they go bump that shit up to fucking fifteen, fourteen ninety nine. I need them to uh, I need them to go back to let me pay for that bitch a whole year. So that shit just won't get taken out of my account. We pay for that bitch the whole year. What I gotta hate when I look at my bank account and I see, I'll be like, bro, wasn't this at like a higher number? And I look <laughs> and I go like, bro, are you fucking goofy like, as hell. Yes, but yeah, fuck them. Yeah, that's what. Hey, look, man. Capitalism, but let's go ahead and talk about the holy grail of all superhero movies God's plan, the Bible of superhero movies, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Everybody turn to um, uh, first Snyder's chapter one, verse one. In the beginning, there was a botched release of a film called Justice League. Our Lord and Savior Snyder was persecuted for his ideals of the perfect justice league. But through the, the through the outcries, the slander, and the numerous articles abound, the fandom rised up and demanded the Snyder cut. And he rose again, removing the boulder of Hollywood criticism to give us the Holy Grail, the Ark of the Covenant, known as the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. And now, the heathens, the sinners, known as Marvel fanboys, the temple has been torn in two, and y'all are now falling because Avengers, the MCU as a whole, is done. The perfect movie. I have nothing bad to say about it. Black ass nigga boy, what we on this the movie? Fuck up out of man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, y'all know what podcast you fucking listen to, nigga? Oh, God, Shit. Bro. You know who I am? I'm a asshole. I'm gonna tear this movie apart. Y'all niggas gay this shit. What how, what y'all say? Y'all said this is a good movie. Y'all shouldn't complain about it. Nigga, I paid $15 for this shit. You damn well, you better be damn certain. I'm gonna kick the fuck out this shit. <laughs> so how we how we wanna do this? Cause I, uh, I we don't can do, think I don't do want to do I don't want to do a scene by scene, bro. Yeah, because gee, it's going to take ages. Too long for that. It's going to take bro. ages. So <laughs> let's just open up for our impressions, and then we go from the shit. That's 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 honestly okay. Our impressions, and then from there we could probably we'll figure out from there. We we'll do so, things things we liked about the movie, and then things we didn't like. There we, we go. ended off on a negative because that's what we do here. Exactly. So like, that's what John do here. I'm positive, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> my body, I'm Gucci. We, 
We toxic, uh, bro. Toxic masculinity, toxic opinions. Oh, we just be oh, physical. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'll do my presence first. I ain't got that much shit to talk about. Um, I, I relate this to a comment made on Twitter. And to this dude who said, um, because it was it was weird because this is one thing I don't get about this is why I don't give a fuck about superhero movies. One, I don't <laughs> like them things. Like I know, like like I, as I say, I didn't have a problem with this movie. It doesn't mean I like superhero movies. I actually think it's a very oversaturated fucking product that needs to take at least a fifteen fucking year break. But because um, all this shit is the same. Die. <laughs> That's gonna be all this shit is the fucking same. There's no there's no difference. There's no different take. Hopefully fucking Doctor Strange make a good horror fucking movie out of a superhero movie, but there's no different, right? There's, there's, it's the same shit, especially when it comes to a conglomerate group coming to fucking together. But um, one dude took it on Twitter and he was like, I wish I screenshot the tweet because I'm about to butcher what the fuck he said. It wasn't that long. He said, um, I watched Justice League uh, in of course, I could nitpick about all the bad things they did, but I enjoyed the movie. And he, he put a period. Because motherfuckers arguing over a movie that has no... It like The Snyder fans and the people who hate the Snyder Cut arguing over a movie that nothing's going to come from this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no... Well, the best thing that comes from it is they will, you know, hopefully hire all the people back but like nine out of ten, all these like Ray Fisher has a sour taste in his mouth about no, WB. Um, dude said he don't want to play Superman no more because WB. Ben Affleck said fuck you. Um, Gail Gadot can't act. I'm sorry, she's fan as fuck, but she can't act. Hey, whoever I, tweeted over, okay? Gal Gadot <laughs> should focus on modeling. G. That's one of the funniest tweets I or read. They're talking or, about Palestine or go versus back to Israel. Fast, or go back to Fast and Furious, G. Revive your, they revive in Han, revive her character, and let her go back to that shit. <laughs> well, like, he can't really act. Um, now, my my main like the shit I would say that I don't like about the fucking movie is Wrong all gonna be on the 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 fucking the Amazon. Amazon side, bro. And the one, bro, I'm gonna get to that when I get to it. But um, like, there's no like group like. I understand, like, we gonna, movies on flame shit. I don't give no fuck. That's people's opinions. But, like, arguing over this movie, saying certain shit and talking about certain fan bases, like, nigga, HBO Max was like, these people really want a movie we don't give a fuck about. Let's put this shit out there, get people to buy our subscription. Oh, get, my God. They, they and, and got $15, $16. This was not no we praising a la Snyder, even though the actors came out and said, watch the Snyder cut. Like, it wasn't. Uh, this is more of a, uh, a thing I didn't like. The movie's four hours fucking long. So I don't believe I watched all that shit sitting down. I, I was at work watching this shit. Didn't watch all of it. So I'm not going to say I like it, the dialogue. And, and oh, I got so, like, okay, let me say this. I got a lot of shit I didn't like about this movie, but I enjoyed the fucking movie. Like, I, I sat there and I, I watched and I was like, this is nice. So when you when you hear me have my disagreement, I'm not about to really slander this shit because it's the same fucking movie with different shots, right? So there was the gripe that you had with the first original one, you're going to have this gripe, just four plus hours of the shit. But the, the, what, so the positives, I think my biggest love is death in this movie. And not many character deaths, just niggas dying. That's something I enjoy 
And oh, like they showed them like actually just like yeah. up and shit like that. Oh fucking mega beam, he like fuck oh, yeah, yeah. shit, damn nigga, why you hit me? Motherfuckers that like the sea when that, I know we talk about oh Greenlanders getting bitch. Fuck the Greenlanders, give a fuck. That's the that's base police. Fuck the police. <laughs> So when, when, when Green Lanterns got, 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 when that Green Lantern got smoked, I sat there, I was on the floor with a customer. I... Man shot two freaking beams and then got sunned. My like, nigga, the, the scene <laughs> where, I don't know, was it Cyborg who had the future, uh, like it was a flashback or something, but Dark Side no look Omega beamed the nigga. He was oh, choking the nigga yeah. up. He was no, like, he stabbed Arthur. Yeah. And then it was like somebody behind him, and he did the Omega Beam and freaking eradicated that dude. I was like, <laughs> I was like, like that was cool. I didn't like, even though I loved the Amazon, not the Amazon battle, but when everybody came together to fight Darkseid the first the, time. The, the it's, flashback. It's not like a huge, just like in a movie. But yeah. I didn't like Darkseid getting washed by fucking Zeus and Hercules or whoever yeah, he the fuck got they were. But that, out but that's part of his backstory. <laughs> that's part of his backstory, though. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, damn, nigga, that's Bro, fucking Zeus. I know Boy. Zeus is kind of like a technically a, a new god or some shit like that, but damn. Um, Beat that nigga up. That's why that nigga said, yeah, nigga. man, I'm fucking everything up. <laughs> he, he, he was like, that yeah. Nigga, he carried that nigga out like Paul Pierce when he shit himself, G. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I wasn't expecting that at first, bro, because I was like, okay, this is this this is uh this is uh when we talk about like One Piece, we talk about like Prime White Beard. This, this is Prime yeah. Dark Side, bro. Folks gonna put this. Oh shit, God damn! <laughs> said, Yo, these niggas are Earth different, nigga. Uh, I like that. Yo, I love this. I love this part, and people don't like it, but I love it because in the comics, in both Marvel and DC, and I'm not really comparing this to Marvel when I say this. But there is a thin line between real strong characters, I niggas, and Batman, right? Batman is mostly powerful for his intellect. Not 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 slandering them, but oh, I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk about that later. Yeah, too, like, yo, Batman, okay, look, look, look. I like the Batman part of this story because my nigga was in the cut the whole movie, bro. But he was he was putting he did it's like it's like one of those things where like yes, he was a weak ass nigga. But the tasks that he was assigned to do, yes, he I did see. them well. Anybody else see well. that meme on Twitter when that nigga pool was was driving that car? He was like, "And I pull up in the room, 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 room," and it was like that Batman pulling the shit was the shit was hot fire, right? I love the scene with. I'm gonna get back to when I say the scene I love and why I read the analogy. But I love the scene in the sewer when they was fighting Steppenwolf and the animation of Batman coming down and just all watching. Like, I was like, beating their ass, bro. I was like, let's go. This movie is four hours long, but if it can do shit like this, you got you a gym, my nigga. Like, Batman fight scenes in movies, especially when he fight more than one fucking nigga, is so fucking cold, bro. Like, that, I, I'm gonna miss Ben Affleck's Batman, bro. I am. I, 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 I say this, I say this, and I'll die on this hill. I think he's the best live action Batman. Yeah, like, yeah, I think he is. Hey, like, okay, my nigga Christopher Nolan, is it Chris Nolan? Christopher Chris Nolan. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. Christian Bale is known for being a good Batman with a great story around him, right? The stories of all three of his movies are good. But, mm, like, him as a Batman, I don't give a fuck. He was just another white rich nigga, right? This nigga, this nigga, he did his thing, bro. And it's going to be sad that we probably never see him as Batman again. Hopefully, um, 
Twilight nigga can make a good younger Batman look cool. Hopefully, I'm I'm optimistic. Who knows? Niggas niggas saw Ben Affleck doing it. Was like, what the fuck? But he did his thing. So, um, but I like that scene, right? Um, but the Amazon when Stephen was to fight the Amazon. This is what I mean. And this is what I wish kind of Marvel did more in their movies. It showed like without a certain superhero, these niggas ass. <laughs> without Wonder Woman, them Amazons got fucking worked, bro. Like absolutely. They kind of did that in uh, Endgame with, who? with uh, Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because she yeah. came in and started smoking everybody, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like what I mean by that is like you know. There, and it was throughout the whole show because of the Superman shit too, right? Oh but, my god! Like there hey, is, there, there is a stark too. difference between like the cyborgs, the Aquamans, the and even oh, yeah. Wonder the Superman, Superman, watch and, the, and Flash. <laughs> talking about the and fucking Flash. Okay, I'm gonna talk about that next. But listen, like when Stephen Wolf threw that horse, a la Attack on Titan style. I was like, bro, if you can, my whole my whole synopsis, if you can concise this movie to this shit, bro, if you can pack it up like a fucking Take cold four hours, a diamond, bro, just just put it, and give it like this, bro. Aquaman <laughs> man and go back into the water. Just get this shit, Ooh, bro. Like it's so fucking good. Um, when they woke up, Superman, bro, and this nigga. Beat the dog shit out of Batman. Was like, I know how this go. I'm awake. <laughs> he was like, I know how all that's this. A, that's another scene I want to talk about because that's very different than the original. Yeah, because I noticed there was a little some some differences with it. That and that's what I'm gonna talk about when it comes to Batman's intelligence. Dude, I don't like. <laughs> so the wrongest part though, yeah, he beat up he beat up one on one. He beat up Aquaman, but when he looked at Flash running, he was like, yeah. bro, I I'm see. getting that ass. <laughs> I, think, I, see. I think they added some things to that too. They added a couple the, little parts. To yeah, because like in the original, I think it. I think like he ran up to him, he saw him, and then he like tripped, and like yeah, he like tripped. He, he swung at him, and then he tripped, and that was it. But in this one, he was like, "Fuck <laughs> that! Come in, nigga." <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, bro, this is why. This is why, like, like, like they did it good, and um. They did it good in um with Thor in Endgame when Thor came down with the fucking hammer and beat all them niggas. But I wish I, they did it more with like somebody like fucking Hulk, cause how they did fucking Superman in this fucking scene, they made this nigga look how like how they did him from that scene. Oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> they made him be like yo, it's a stark difference between me and these fucking heroes. Like I am legit a fucking god. Okay. Um, <laughs> But let me so y'all can say the things that y'all like, and then we can get to the things we hate. That's gonna last longer. But um, I love Flash's character. I remember Karen, you saying that was the one of the only highlights you had of the Josh Wheaton joint with Flash. Oh my god, <laughs> yes, because he was the uh, only thing that brought some comedy to the film. <laughs> Flash, Flash character was much needed. The running is a little bit better. It's still I don't like this shit. Just, but, uh, just do this. But the finger point, I rocked with the fucking finger touch thing that he does, bro. He just touches some shit. And the fact that they hinted at the speed force of him reversing fucking time and saying, yes. I can fucking do this. I love that. It's that was so a good. good thing. The initial scene when he stopped that bitch from getting hit with the glizzies, fire. 
that, that was creepy as fuck too. It was. That scene was creepy. G, that, G somebody screenshot and say this is the funniest moment when it was her looking at the glizzy. <laughs> my man's was so, my man's like, cause like instead of just going like, all right, I'm gonna save you, you know what I'm saying? This man is like, all oh, your hair is so old. I'm like, <laughs> nigga, like, what the man, fuck is going on? He like, damn, I hey, think I, I like black woman. <laughs> she is bad as hell, though. She's bad as hell. She <laughs> is bad as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's like shit like, why would Josh Wheaton cut that shit? No, he didn't cut it. It was like, like I think um, Damon said it. It was just more so like they didn't finish the production because of like the stuff that was going on with Snyder's family. Oh, so, uh, it, I mean, I think they said it was some cut stuff, but a lot of stuff that they shot in was new shit in the, the Snyder Cut. Like, it's just stuff that he wanted in the movie that they said, hell no, you can't put that in there. We're cutting that. And then with the situation that happened with his family, they just said, nah, bro, bring Josh Whedon into this. And he well, I, like, like, that movie. Again, like, I know people was like, oh, Josh Whedon head deserves to be on a pike. Like, bro, I'm not going to blame nah. that nigga, bro. Like, I'm going to blame, I'm going to blame, even though it was some, I heard, like, some racist shit with the race stuff. But, bro, yeah. it's WB all the fucking way, bro. WB all the way, but back to the shit I like other than WB. Um, uh, I think that was last. Uh, was that uh, Dark Side Bitch and Stephen Wolf? But Chris will talk more about the five the 50,000 planets. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I like it. The action scenes hit hard. Um, and I think that was the best part of the movie was the action scenes, minus the fucking slow mo. But we'll talk about that later. Um, Every character, I think Aquaman could have had a little bit more shine, but it's fucking Aquaman. Um, but every character had their moments. Uh, again, we're talking about Boy by Batman. I'm not going to talk about Wonder Woman. And look, I'm not misogynistic whatsoever. Trail Sad love women. My mom is a woman. She is my least favorite hero in all the fucking comic book movies now, bro. All of them. Least favorite out of all of them. And trust me, I hate 90% of the fucking Marvel niggas, bro. I just do. But she herself, I can't stand this. It sucks because she's my favorite female superhero. Not Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot is fine, even though she can't act. But the way they portray Wonder Woman, and I'm not even talking about the fucking, you know, her character. Because Wonder Woman's strong as shit. So what she, because like when they fucking... Goddamn, goddamn, what, who, let me see, what, what is the best way I can describe how the fuck they body stepping with at the end? What was a good three-way moment, G? The thing that Chris put up. The, uh, LeBron <laughs> alley-oop on Jason Terry. Exactly. <laughs> they put that, bro, my whole, if y'all niggas know the, uh, the, uh, what's this nigga name? Um, Pooh Shiesty. The only thing that was playing in my head was getting, Dark side, get that shit back in blood, nigga. <laughs> get it back in blood, nigga. Hey, if, I could, say, if I could dub that it, I, if I could dub that song over it, I would try. But uh, <laughs> no, all in all, like shout shout out to for what I did like in that movie. Like I always go my cam bag when it comes to comic book movies with a rating. If I was to give this a rating, because of the fucking runtime, because of like some of the shit I don't like, I can't give it honestly a 10, 9, 8. And because I love DC and I love how they did my nigga Kyle L, the mother, 
the motherfucking goat until a fucking kryptonite touches skin or somebody has some magic power. Magic. Tell <laughs> somebody to go like this to this Want to maximal fucking sneeze on them. Um, how they did Kal El? I'm gonna go with a low fucking seven. The lowest seven you can ever go with. A low the tier lowest, seven. The lowest. The low tier seven. But it's above average. It's above That's average. That's above average. <laughs> I'm saying. It's but it's like average. like if we on some Kevin Samuels type stuff, you ain't 30, so you have. <laughs> That's fucked up because I was watching that nigga's videos all morning, G, on some board shit. I fucked up his Watch videos too, bro. You talk too no. much. You talk too much shit about black women, bro. I'm on my prince. I'm on my 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 e fine tune day when it comes to the black women, bro. I can't. Damn, I can't. Bro. I can't. Dis- black women are beautiful. Well, let me refocus. But they gotta be natural. <laughs> but they gotta. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Though. All right, but uh, I go. Uh, so stuff I like. Uh, I like the actual focus on cyborg i didn't it really actually fleshed the story out more it fleshed everything out more that's all of us sit there saying regards to that everything about it fleshed out more i see why ray fisher was pissed Wait, what up what happened no just keep his nature's face is just like oh <laughs> but yeah like i see why ray fisher was pissed off and he's like yeah uh josh weed and uh wb niggas I'm on y'all ass. Oh, Fuck yeah. y'all. He's like, nah, I'm good on that Like, shit. so I, I understand. So, like, that's, that, I would be legit mad as hell, too. Like, like, nigga, I got a lot of run time, run time on camera. I was a core part of the story. And Very you core. made me nothing more than, yeah, I'm a nigga with a mother box. Booyah. <laughs> and, and, bo- he said, and booyah. He said booyah. He said booyah. booyah. He didn't say it in this one. He said it in the original. I know. So, like, see, took that shit out. So, yeah, so I get his uh, anger, but, like, I really like how he was handled, his character was handled, and just, like, how he literally was the central figure of, yo, this is what's going on, and I'm going to help you niggas through this, because, G, without me, y'all niggas would be lost. Dead ass. So, I like how to use, uh, how uh, his role was superly enhanced. Same with uh, Flash. Actually, I like this this version of Flash was even better because even though, like, yeah, on the original Joss Whedon version, Flash was, like, the comic relief. Now, on top of it, he's the comic relief, relief, but he's also shows his intelligence, too. He wasn't just goofy. It was more and along he the showed, line. He, not only that, but he showed, they showed his inexperience as a hero because he he's new to this shit he chose so they showed a lot of moments where he was kind of like what's going like do we have a plan like what's going on and like those are moments i liked about exactly Flash. like he, he showed he choked even at the end when uh cyborg was like nigga i need you to hurry the fuck up and like, boom <laughs> <laughs> boom and then but just so we can see the uh uh the what you'll call it the uh the hell the thing called again i don't know i slipped my mind the, uh, no that wasn't that wasn't flashpoint it was dang near one <laughs> the closest thing to one so it just teased that he can possibly he can do it or he can do it um but yeah so yeah i enjoyed that um it was something else that happened and i found it all oh, that art like on the original the when uh 
folks pulled up on the Amazon's G the first time, like on the original, I enjoyed. That was the, one of my favorite parts of the movie because them hoes got dragged. Seeing it, the extended version, even better. Steppenwolf pulled up to the scene. Let's go. <laughs> he pulled up to the scene and said, Toxic masculinity's about to run this bitch. You belong <laughs> in the kitchen. You belong in the kitchen. He said, uh, you my hold, dishes. He my said, where's my sandwich? <laughs> he said, you hoes supposed to be making a sandwich like the guy in Daytra's background said once upon a time. Yeah, <laughs> make me a sandwich. <laughs> Your role is supposed to be Instead of making swords, y'all need to be kneading butter. Exactly. Like, y'all out here <laughs> using weapons and stuff. Man, get off of me. Like, that, like the, when they tried to crowd that nigga, he lifted a couple up by the hand and just said, get this off. <laughs> like, get the hell up off me. Beat their horses' ass. It was just like, my man was not playing with them, G. And then you had to remember that this nigga was a bitch. But before that, and it's funny because, like, I, I approved of, like, how badass they made Stephen because also I like the redesign. Yes. I, oh my God, the redesign yeah. was needed. At yes. first, when I first saw it on, uh, I think it was Twitter, I saw it. I would say, "Yo, this just ass." But they actually seeing it actually on the uh, on camera, it looks a lot better. Way better than his Way original better. design. Because I'm like, bro, this nigga look goofy and like a non-threat. And but when he got the first uh, mother box, he was like, and he went to the little uh, chemical plant. He was like, it's toxic. It's good. It was like <laughs> that was a bar, you know. Like the, the, you know, this is gonna be part of my negatives. That was one of the few bar. This movie's missing bars. Thanos had bars, but that was one of the coldest bars because it's just like he was, yeah, he was trying to take revenge asses. for. Uh, he's trying to take revenge uh, for uh, for Quavo for what uh, Sweetie did. <laughs> Quavo, that, that's a bar in oh, itself. Is the fifty thousand planet fucking bar? That's a bar. Oh, and and the, the, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting and to that. When Stephen Wolf was talking to 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 um Wonder Woman, he was like, "Yo, if you was with them Amazon, they wouldn't have a chance. Got the they wouldn't have got smoked. <laughs> he said they wouldn't have got smoked up. Some of your homies would have be packs. <laughs> that was a bar." So like he had a few bars, but it wasn't like Thanos level. It was like few. Nah, nah, it was Thanos, every time he was on the scene, he had a quarter. <laughs> exactly. Like my man's had a couple of bars though. So Steppenwolf had a few bars. Now, my favorite, and I kept talking about it on Twitter and on the group chat, the fifty thousand planets. <laughs> look, he said that I was like, damn. <laughs> look. So I'm trying to remember how I, how they first brought it up. Was it the decide nigga? He brought it, was it up decide because he, he was like because he was basically going like, um, if I if I give you this world, I'll be redeemed, right? He was going for redemption. <laughs> like, like nigga, you have Nick, no, fifty nigga, more no. thousand, nigga. <laughs> also, that nigga kept calling decide like nigga. If you don't get off my dick, nigga, <laughs> decide was like, gee, you ain't do shit. You keep calling us, G. Leave us alone. <laughs> but I have got one mother box. He's like, they got two more. Okay, nigga. Like, did you conquer the world yet? And he's like, no. I won the case. He's like, nigga, you nigga, don't, you don't hit my lineup. Dude. Like, leave us <laughs> alone. Oh, that's your life equation. Oh, man, we'll get to that. But back to the fifty thousand <laughs> planets, G. That's equal to okay. Look, man. Dark side wanted no whatever. Steppenwolf did to make sure that Dark side took that L. <laughs> Cause literally, 
That's two L's that we know of. When Darkseid first put, got on Earth, he held that L. He caught another L. Steppenwolf was like, he was like, nigga, you owe me 50,000 planets, G. Oh, God. He told, he signed that nigga to a freaking 360 record deal. <laughs> he told, you get recognition, though. He said, look, bro, you want to put in some work to get out this, get out this deal, my nigga. You want to put in some work. And it just, I kept thinking about, like, gee, he told that nigga 50,000 worlds. And one of the first planets he go to is Earth. <laughs> that, shout out to Darkseid, G. That nigga's evil as hell for that, G. <laughs> that's, that's evil. I respect that. That's, that's, that's a, that's a top three villain, uh, villain in any movie scene movement. Solely because, like, hey. Told, you sent that nigga off. <laughs> you want that nigga away. So shout out to the fifty thousand planets. G. The fact uh, that his, that the, the the funny thing is, cause then I forgot who said it, but like, didn't they say that Stephen Wolf is technically Darkseid's uncle or some shit like that? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Man's getting bitched by his nephew. Yeah, like your that. nephew said, "Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, the fuck away from me, bro." <laughs> It's like that crackhead uncle who just keeps literally fucking you over, G. He's like, G, I need this man away Let from me. Let me buy twenty dollars. He's bad man. for business. I know you got it. I know you got it. Let me he, buy twenty dollars, man. He came <laughs> out the Amadol. Let me buy three plants till tomorrow. <laughs> He's like dark side, like yo, we, I need to get this man off, off, off away. He's now he was like paid in full. He's like uh. What's his name, Uncle G? <laughs> oh, you talk about Makai Fife, Uncle? Yeah, Makai Fife, Uncle. Oh, nah, bro. That nigga, that nigga still a fucking scumbag. That dude's a piece of shit. But, uh, but yeah, so shout out to uh, the few dark side moments we did have. Uh, the, end, the end battle scene was amazing. Like, I'm glad that it was so much freaking better. Like, whatever that shit that was on the original should be a sin. A sin. <laughs> visually, visually, even though I had to watch him on this weird ass thing that he put up. Four three. But visually, Four, like three. when, like when that nigga was riding in the Batmobile, it's like you can feel this shit. It's like you felt the fucking Batmobile to me, bro. It was nice. It was nice as fuck, bro. I like I. That final battle was heat too, but yeah, bro, like. I'll say it later while I'm about to say it. Never mind. Continue, Chris. But uh, that final battle was really heat. Uh, I like how they finished that nigga off. While, while Darkseid and Decide just sitting there on the boom tube like. Hey, put this shit on TV. Hey, we, we want to see this nigga take this L on, on live, nigga. <laughs> then they he said, hold on, hold on. Like, he said, hey, hey, hey take him. Yeah. You said, hey, take him back? Yeah. And then Wonder Woman was like, hold on, hold on. He's still alive, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why some Wonder Woman fan got mad as hell that she killed uh, that Wonder Woman out of all people killed uh, Stephen Wolf. She was like, if anybody know Diana, she don't kill people. Right? If it's one thing about Diana, she about Amazon. to smoke. <laughs> She's on Amazon. Hello? She loves fighting niggas, bro. I'm sorry that you, you know, you can't fathom. Why Diana is on that ass, but she on that ass, man. 
Because women don't kill, Deidre. Women don't kill. She like we all know Diana wouldn't be able to. She don't like the blast and the glory of killing. She didn't. She said you. She the nigga killed a whole bunch of her people, and she thought that she she thought that he killed his mom. Her mom. If she didn't like like, kill him, she could have just let that nigga body pass like this. No, she got all out her fucking way. She was like, oh, oh, hold on, G. <laughs> she was like, no, nah, man, he ain't just going back over there for fun. Like, no. Nah. Like, he, she was like, Dark Side ain't getting this kill. Because if if he went over there alive, Dark Side would have literally body like, nah, that I'm going to kill, kill your servant for you, bro. Nah, I'm a, I'm a I got that this. <laughs> but that nigga, nigga Stephen will say thank you. Also, my final thing head, he was like, and my final thing, Jay, when Superman popped up, Jay, when he popped up to the fight, he was like, "Yo, this, this, y'all struggling with this nigga?" I'm not impressed. He said, "Not he impressed." Said. He said, blew I'm that nigga. <laughs> yeah, that nigga. He blew that nigga a kiss. Did Stephen Wolf land a punch on this nigga? No. No. When Superman arrived, it changed this the whole was, tide, G. This was literally Master Ultra Instinct Goku versus uh, versus Jiren, bro. When when Goku just was like, mm-hmm, that beam you did, nope. Go ahead, swipe you to the right real quick. Go ahead, beat your ass up real oh, quick. Like, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't even say it was like that. That's more like Ultra Instinct Goku fighting freaking Master Roshi, G. No, 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 no. Ultra Instinct Goku fighting Kefla. That's basically yeah, it there we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, that was just wild, bro. it was that was disrespectful. G, what they did to step with was like that was an example of like, yeah. Because thing is, they were probably going to win without Superman. It would just took long. Superman popping up was like, no, no, they weren't going to because he was about to freaking piece up oh, Cyborg. Yeah, and Cyborg that gets pieced up. True. That yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But in terms, of if it was just like a legit fight, they were going to win either way. But like Superman was just like. All right, man. Easy mode is on. Oh God, bro! <laughs> you were, hey, you know, hey, Chris, you know the Kingdom Hearts. Uh, it was the Kingdom Hearts two. Uh, like whenever you lost, and like when Sora lost, and then, and then it was like, hang on, Sora, the King Mickey popped up. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's basically what happened. G King Mickey popped up at the end. It was like, oh, oh, oh. Exactly. it was just like doing light work. You said, I'm like, thank you. But yeah, like overall, I it was it was cool. Like it was a cool movie. I. Cause I fell asleep in theater watching the first one. I mean the original, original. So it was just like I was too, I was too mad to fall asleep. Well, I wouldn't say I fell asleep. <laughs> I almost fell asleep because I was just like, "Gee, nothing." And like, not to sit there and say like the plot was better, but it felt more fleshed out, and I was more engaged in the plot now because certain plot points I was missing or should have been there was engaging enough for me to keep my attention this time around. Last, I was just like, "Oh." Oh, Flash popped up? Okay, we on Flash now? Oh, they in the jail about to save his pops. Oh, okay. Uh, I... That's that's how I felt. Literally. So, shout out to a way more fleshed out plot. Um, the action scenes were good. And, like, when we get to the negatives, I, I slander what needs to be slandered. Right, 50,000 so, uh, planets, G. 50,000 planets. Man. <laughs> Taking over for the nine nine to the two thousand <laughs> cash no, money but, uh, record deal. Um. So first, I'll get some context to my history with Justice League. So this was back when I was um 
and uh, back when I was in Michigan Tech, fuck college. I'm not saying fuck Michigan Tech. I'm just saying fuck college in general. It's fuck college. Um, but they were actually doing a special screening of the Justice League. I think it was like two days before it came out on theater. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I think he told us. I remember he told and, us. And like, I wanted to go. Like this, I remember. I remember the day because it was like snowing. Uh, but by the time I got to like the place, the, that line was full, and it was like, "Hey, bro, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make it." But I wasn't sweating over it because like I didn't really care about DC at that point, DC, the DCEU at that point. So I was like, eh, "Who cares?" So I think this was when I came back from break, um, and I went to see some movies. Uh, it was Justice League and Thor Ragnarok. Both of those movies that came out, and I didn't get a chance to see them. So my mom took me to the theaters to go see it. We saw Justice League first, thank God, and then we saw Thor Ragnarok, um, which was, yes, really good. Um, but yeah, my experience with the original Justice League, if I were to give the original Justice League a rating, it'd be a 4 out of 10. Uh, originally, I gave it a 6 out of 10 when I first saw it, but then upon me... Um, doing a double take. And Understanding like, what the fuck you just watched? Yeah, this shit was like, when I tell you like, like Batman versus Superman to me is like a 3 out of 10. <laughs> this one was slightly better, but like just sleep was slightly better, but slightly. And I was like, bro, this movie is go-. like, there was really nothing to me that was outstandingly good about Justice League, the original one. So if you were to ask me, is the Snyder Cut better than Justice League? It's like one of those things where, like, no shit. Yeah, of course it is. It had a very low bar. Like, to me, Justice League is, like, bottom-of-the-barrel comic book movies. So, like, you did something. Obviously, you go get props for making doing an easy accomplishment to me. So my impressions is that talk about the good. I'm going to try to talk about the good stuff. I'm going to stop myself from going into the, the slander mode. Um, I... Right, hold on. Let me think. I like that they reworked some of the scenes. I'll start with the last scene since we just talked about it. I like the fact that the last scene was focused on the heroes in their final battle. Um, in the original Justice League movie, we had this stupid ass family side plot where there was this dumbass family for some reason that was in the city while it was getting taken over by the mother boxes and shit like that. And they kept, for some reason, they kept cutting to this dumbass family. Like we give a shit about them and like, Oh, are they going to make it out alive? Oh, are they going to do It's like, bro, no, nobody gives a shit about that, bro. We don't care about this stuff. And they focused heavily on that. Removed it from this movie. Good. Another thing is that they, they, they redirected the Superman. Um, they redirected the Superman wink. And what I mean by that is that in the final scene, like Superman was doing everything. Like, because what they did is they made Flash like evacuate the citizens. So they showed like Flash, like, you know, speeding and like carry, like trying to like save people. And then they would show Superman fucking carrying a building and going like, looking at Flash like, yeah, you a fucking loser, dude, and, like, walk off or him going faster than Flash and shit like that. Like, they just, they wanked Superman too hard in the original Justice League. It, it it felt, it didn't feel like Justice League. It felt like Superman featuring them other niggas. 
that's what the original one felt like. This movie actually gave more of an impact to the rest of the heroes aside from Superman. Of course, Superman came in and did his thug dizzle, but it didn't shy away from everybody else's roles, which is what I like. Superman came as the, I'm, I'm the impunchable punching bag. You may think you're about to do something to me, but I'm going to beat your ass. Cyborg was focused on doing the mother boxes and everything else. Because I think it, I think in the original, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. I think in the original, Superman was just came in and was like, "Yep, just take these." Like he, like, like Superman did everything, everything in the original, and I hated that because, like, I'm not a, I don't, I'm, I meme hate on Superman. I, it's kind of like Chopper, um, but I do think he's a good hero. But it's just that, like, bro. If you make Superman do everything, then there is no point. You might as well have just made this Superman 3 and just had cameos from other heroes. Um, but I did like that. Um, Stephen Wolf's redesign, I liked in his motivation, I like. In the That's original- his mention, He actually had motivation. Yeah, in his original, the original, his motivation was stupid as fuck. It was, oh, my mother is calling to me, the mother box. My mother's calling to me. Some dumbass shit like that. But in this movie, I, I like the fact that they gave him ties to Dark Side. He's more of a like he's he's desperate for a redemption. He wants to be seen in a good light by Dark Side, which gives his which gives his motivation and his desperation that much more of an impact to the story. Um, the fact that he was putting in work against everybody else before he came to the Justice League was good to kind of build up his rapport as a villain. I like that. Oh, like everybody else said, I love the war scenes. We talked about the slow mo. I like the <laughs> war scenes when they were good. <laughs> uh, um, and I liked what they did with. I. 50 50, right? I'm trying to stay positive. I halfway liked what they did with Cyborg's character. I halfway liked what they did to Flash's character. I halfway liked what they did to Aquaman's character. I halfway liked what they did to Batman's character. I Wonder Woman's there. That's pretty You know good. what? Hey, I'm going to say that for the negative. I'm going to say that for my negative. Wonder Woman was there. You know when she was there, too. You know. <laughs> that was pretty cool. You know when she was um, there. And I <laughs> I like what they did with Superman's character, but again, like what Detrail said, it's like false promises. You're leading up to nothing. But I, I do like the fact that he wasn't he wasn't necessarily the end all be all. I like that they did give presidents to Flash during that last scene as a like as a like okay you fucked up and then Flash was like oh my god I fucked up but like he was able to like utilize his powers and go like okay I gotta go I gotta go faster than speed I gotta go like fucking breaking time and shit in order to and then the way they the way they shot the scene of like the world coming back together as he as he was running and taking each step I like that a lot um his introduction like with the you know talking to the black the you know shout out to black girl magic I like that um his his interactions with his father was good same thing with cyborg I liked his interactions with his father Let me calm myself. 
<laughs> I said his father and I got mad. We'll talk about that in the negative. <laughs> uh, and Batman, I like that Batman was more personalized. Like, he definitely wasn't broody as fuck. Like, he had a lot of, like, nice little chemistry with Alfred, um, with Wonder Woman, and all those other things. Like, he, he kind of, there was moments which he seemed like a leader. Like I said, I halfway liked, um, but some stuff they messed up with him uh, that we'll talk about. Uh, but aside from that, the, the scores halfway like the score damn it's a lot of halves in this fucking movie i halfway like the score because sometimes that stuff was not needed but we'll talk about that later but a lot of the times like some of the some of the some of the wonder woman things were pretty cool like the little disagree the first time i heard that that was really good But moving on, uh, <laughs> uh, I like Dark Side uh, being brought in. Um, I would say I liked the final scene. Like, I, I, okay, I like the conversation that uh, Batman had with Joker. Yeah, that was completely. This was fan service, though. It was completely unnecessary and out of left field. Oh, it shit. was fan service. as hell. Talk about positive. Talk about positives. I like the I like the dialogue. <laughs> I like the dialogue, um, and I like this. I like the the thought of the setup, right? The the concept of the setup, right? I know it's not going to happen, but I just like the concept of it. So all in all, my impressions were halfway. You did a lot of things, really. Decent, but uh, let's move on to the negatives because I have a lot to say. Also, uh, <laughs> before we get to the negatives, when Cam said decent, that's a non-Chicago decent. It, it's it's difference between it, that's a non-Chicago decent. He just said, "I'm letting you guys know." So, all right, let's get all yeah. the way negative. Okay, negatives because I, I gotta watch this fight. You know, I have to. There's another fight going on. Uh, Folks just slipped and busted shit. Now he on the ground. You hate to see it. Probably ain't got to watch this fight no more. Um, now, uh, negatives. Bring back his camp. So I like to say this. Now, just like Josh Wien and WB cut some shit, they needed to cut some shit. Oh, A lot of the runtime needed to cut it. <laughs> like, I think some of that runtime will go down drastically if you take out the slow-mo. Slow -mo? All right, look. I can understand a slow-mo. That's how they want to portray their action, right? Some I hate some. the shit. That's how they want to portray their action. They could have got rid of the Lex Luthor scene looking at Deadshot, bro. I ain't even going to cap. I would have gave them a point if they got rid of that shit. That scene serves no purpose. Not but it was the in the original. Not even a fact. Not even a fact. If, say, for instance, if DC was moving forward with you know, this cinematic universe. It still serves no purpose for one reason and one reason only. You just showed the big bad if there was going to be a you next Justice the, League movie. You just showed the dark side shit. You know, fuck about <laughs> small head, skinny Lex Luthor. The Injustice League, yeah. <laughs> so, fuck them niggas, right? Um, it, to me, it still makes 
it still served no purpose, right? I have, I didn't care for that scene. Like, I would say that was one of my least favorite scenes, even though I know that was an original. Um, second, the last scene Ken just talked about. I don't like Jared Leto's Joker. I'm going to say it. So I don't like that scene because I just don't like his Joker. Um, I also hate that whenever, and that don't even just happens in this. It happens in some of the cartoons. It happens in the video games. And I just needed to fucking stop because there's way more powerful niggas that they can use to, to say, oh, shit, stuff's going bad. Mm-hmm. Superman getting fucking mind control. Superman's so evil. Bad. I told you, bro, they have a hard on for Superman being evil, dog. <laughs> they have a hard on fucking ass. <laughs> I want to say this. And, like, without going full cosmic, like, comic book week, there are so many more stronger niggas than Superman. There is a lot more strong. I understand in the casual mindset, people think Superman is the end all, be all. He's just like me. This is, is my favorite character, just like Goku. He comes, he is. He's like he's like Vegeta's, what is it, level seven, level four? When it hits you, your match is fucking over. I mean, Gogeta's. It's over. But guess the fuck what? Just like there's way more stronger people than Dragon Ball and Goku. Same thing when it comes to DC and Superman. So um, I just dislike that shit. Like, how are we going to beat him? I'm thinking Dark Side about to come up. No, nah, it's fucking evil ass Superman yeah, with the they blue showed suit. It in the flashback. I'm just like, what? What the fuck you give him a blue suit? Um, but, like, his Lois died. His pussy died. When the pussy count drop go dry. I guess it turned the meme. But uh, that 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 hinders me. So, and these are minor nitpicks, right? I'm not a nitpicky nigga, but the negative is, like spoke loud and fucking volumes in this fucking movie. Um, like I said, the runtime, the runtime is fucking atrocious. Uh, it's just, like I said, it took me eight hours to watch the movies because, yeah, I had to pause because I had to, you know, deal with customers. But, like, I'm sitting there looking at some of this shit, and I'm like, like I said, I can excuse the slow mos. Was it excessive and annoying? Yes, but I can excuse it. But the bitches singing to the lake. Oh my god. It's like, I understand that that shit was like an Aquaman movie, and you want to make this nigga seem like a demigod as well. I don't remember that in the Aquaman movie. I'm just saying in general, like, if it was, I can understand. You want to make this man seem like a god, like a king. I understand that. I'm going to fuck in this Justice League movie, yo. I skipped it. I saw him start. I was staring at my TV screen like, I skipped. What the fuck? Are y'all still I'll let y'all know the parts that I skipped. I skipped it. Anytime, other than when Steppenwolf fought them Amazons, and them Amazons was on screen, I skipped it. <laughs> that is the most boring shit in any comic book movie is them Amazons, bro. I can't watch that shit. It is horrible. Speaking of Amazons, fuck Wonder Woman and everything around her. Not in this movie, particularly her character. But anytime this woman came on screen they played that fucking Bro. Hey. That, gee, whoever's idea that was needs to get shot i'm just gonna, i'm just keeping that, out right that right now fucking well from whoever sung that shit that uh, i was like bro i'm like and like for me i like having subtitles up for what that's just that's just my way i watch tv no matter what it is 
when I kept seeing ancestral tune, ancestral tune, ancestral tune, I was like, gee, who asked for that? Every time she, it was every time that bitch did something, bro. Every Not time. even when she appeared on screen, it was like a cue. It was a cue when she pops up on screen, G. That music played. It's, it was so bad, bro. Uh, like the first time when she was in a bank, yes. Cool. Even the time she cut off Stephen Wolf's head, let's get it. Which is, she will literally be back throw a punch. I'm like, come on, bro. I don't give a fuck about this shit, man. <laughs> Like that that was annoying as fuck. Um, I will say this now. I still fucking hate cyborg skin, bro. I like I hate that shit. Oh, I don't not I don't like his design at all. Yeah, it's it's I overly CGI. My problem is just it's it overly CGI to me. I just like I think practical effect can work really, really well. They do it with Iron Man's fucking suit. You can do it with cyborg. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see why he had to be CG because like whenever he had that fucking hoodie on, it did not look right. It did not look right whenever he had that hoodie on. So I'm like, is this is this is dumb? Um, I have a lot of negatives. That's why I say like don't don't please people when I say I like this movie. Don't think I'm capping because I love DC movies. Like I have a, a, just a lot of negatives. If it stink, um, it stink. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's uh, what else? Cause I don't want to start saying shit when y'all say negatives. I want to kind of be quiet and let y'all have y'all thing. Um, I get. Well, maybe we could just bounce back and forth. Like we each just say yeah. one negative. Yeah, like honestly, a lot of stuff Daytra already said. I already like I co-signed. Yeah, keep, yeah, yeah. Y'all bring up some things, and I'll probably remember. I'll something. say. I'll say one of my biggest net negatives is Batman's intelligence. <laughs> Fuck y'all. For forgetting that this nigga is the world's greatest fucking detective. Now I'm not uh, I'm not like a super Batman stan, right? Like I'm kind of basic when it when a little bit basic when it comes to DC, right? Like if you wanna if you wanna it, like I, I, I like the only off brand thing is that like my favorite hero is Spectre, which a lot of people don't know who that is. But I just read a comic book once and I was like, yo, I fuck with this nigga. He's my favorite. But like if you were to if you were to tell me like what's my top three, it would be like. Flash, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Like, I, I don't really have like any like. I'm a basic DC fan. Um, but one of the things that I like about Batman's character is that he's smart. Now, this is one of the things that I hate that they cut off of. Um, and reason why I didn't say anything about about it being a positive was the original um, the original scene right when Superman comes back and he beats their ass. I fucking hate that they changed it. So this is one of the things that I loved about in the original. In the, so in the original Justice League, what happened is that when they were discussing bringing back Superman, they Batman was like, um, we need a contingency plan just in case things get out of hand. Um, and so what happened is in the original, when Superman came, when Superman came back and he started like beating niggas ass, what ended up happening is that he didn't shoot his laser beams at Batman he picked Batman up and started choking him out in the original one. And he was like, you're you, like, cause like his memories were fucked up. And he was saying like, you get, you're the reason why I died or something like that. And then as he was choking up Bat Batman, Lois came out the car and that's when she was like, 
out of out of a police car and she was like you know hey clark it's me it's me um and it's funny he fucking tossed batman aside but he went to lois but it showcased batman's brilliance it showcased his intelligence that he knew that okay if we do bring back superman who knows what his mental state is going to be like so let's bring let's bring out the the best possible chance we have at a mental recovery aka lois in this movie this bitch just came out oh i just ha- i just happened to be in the neighborhood I, around, I was around the corner hey clark hey hey clark i'm here i hated that i hate it because it was like that come on, bro. Like that's 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 Batman. Hey Cam, I'm gonna keep it buck, bro, because I didn't see the original movie. Dog, I I was supposed to be pissed off because I thought this nigga was gonna say, remember Martha. Hold on, remember Martha. Yeah, no, like, like, Martha. Like, I thought he like, was gonna say this. I was like, please, because I saw Batman walking up. I'm like, Lord, Lord, please don't have him say that shit. Because <laughs> in the original, like once he did that headbutt to uh, to Wonder Woman. Yes. He freaking flew up to Batman. He picked him up and he started choking him out. And I was like, oh, shit. And that's when Lois came out the police car. And she was like, it's me, Clark. And that's when, like, like he goes, like, yeah, Lois was my contingency plan. So I was like, okay, that's, that's freaking awesome. But in this movie, it's like you, it a lot of situations. It was like it was a, a warning, of- but it was like, fuck the warning. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, it was like a lot. It was like a lot of situations that Batman could have showcased. I'm the world's greatest detective. I'm a smart ass nigga. A lot of that stuff got swept under the rug in order to kind of make him more humorous, which I don't I mind. Even say humorous. Batman, I mean, Batman could be funny, but like it was. It's not like he took a back seat. Yeah. It's not like he took a back seat. Like to me, either. he he didn't feel like like the, he's. I said it was as a positive, but like. Of my bigger negative is that he did not feel like a leader in yeah. this movie. And then, like, the thing about this, I like, I, I, I absolutely like, I talk shit about Batman a lot, right? Just because a lot of people are more Batman fans than they are fans of other people. Love to talk shit about like, stuff like that. But Batman is one of my favorite superheroes too, and the main reason why the nigga cool as shit, bro. Like everything Batman, it, it, he makes detective work look fucking cool. Like that's that's cool as shit. He's intelligent. He make being like intelligent contingency plan shit. Oh, I knew you was gonna do this, so I did that. And I, I, I'm, he make that shit look cool and not fucking weird. So when when I see Ben Affleck Batman, it's like he was in the cut most of the time. And I'm like, oh, put some put some oomph in that. But speaking of in the cut most of the time, people went crazy for this shit. I was like, this is some bullshit. Even though I was like, cause it made even more bullshit after we know ain't nothing happening afterward. John fucking Jones. Okay, John Jones, uh, Martian Manhunter. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> this was, Yo. this was, this was, this was like the most desperate <laughs> attempt to like. Okay, if we're if we're if we're pushing for a sequel, if we're pushing for a new character in our DC uh, universe, it's gonna be Martian Manhunter. And it was just like, where where do we squeeze him in? I was like, like the conversation that he had with lois i like with the the conversation that martha and lois had i was like okay that's pretty cool but then he walks out and he goes like oh uh i was martian manhunter and you're very important lois like almost like he and this is a this is one of my 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 next big negative oh okay dc fans bear with me for a while because i'm about to talk about the um 
Can we stop doing this uh, prophecy bullshit, please? Oh, you talking about the parody when when super when you talk about when Batman is in Desertland? When Batman has the fuck it, when Batman has the vision, when Cyborg has the vision, like this is like I I, I don't want to I don't want to be oh, that toxic asshole that goes like, oh, but Marvel did, but Marvel did this already, bro. We saw this with uh uh, uh Age of Ultron. When I, Captain when Iron Man had that vision of all the heroes dead and shit because of Thanos, like we had that thing. Like you don't you don't have to. And then like bringing Superman into the mix, it's like you could have just brought him back and let it in there. Like we didn't need this. Uh, if you bring him back, Darkseid is gonna kill Lois Lane, and then Superman's gonna go evil. And it's like you just had, but then you you you. You took the time, right? Because in the original Justice League, you sped through, um, like they sped through Superman coming back. They were like, he's back. He chills out with Lois in the cornfield. And then that's when he goes out to help them. But they took this time to like have Superman do this slow-mo walk through the through his spaceship. You have his dad from Krypton and his dad from Earth. Talk- Fuck his dad from Earth, by the way. Um, stupid ass nigga. <laughs> Tornado man, man of Steel, bro. I'm sorry. I just I had to say tornado bro. man. Folks, <laughs> no, this, folks went toe to toe with a tornado and thought he was about to win. Bro. This 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 nigga is talking about how uh you you can like like that's why I was saying like you 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 can shape your destiny shit. But you just told this nigga, this nigga as a kid maybe you should hide your identity. Maybe you should have left those kids on the bus to die. Don't save me, Clark. I don't want people to find out who you are by rescuing me from a tornado, dumbass nigga. But anyway, you have this big ass speech in this spaceship about like, you're our son, you're gonna do great things, you're gonna be the people's hope, you're gonna do awesome things, and then his pussy dies and he goes like, fuck it, I'm gonna kill her now. What's the point of establishing that? If it's all for nothing, <laughs> why waste my time? Speaking of, fuck the format, the 4-3 format. I don't know, listen, I understand artistic integrity, that's cool. As a customer, as somebody who's viewing this, as somebody who's paid $15 for HBO Max, I know it might sound heartless when I say that, but I don't give a fuck. I don't care about your artistic vision. I don't give two shit. My viewing experience, I want that shit to be optimal so I can enjoy what I'm seeing to the fullest degree of what I have available. I don't want that stuff limited to me to where I just look, I'm... It's like I'm looking at this shit on my phone, bro. It was so jarring at times. I'm like, man, this would have been awesome if it was if it was on a wider screen. The slow mo, like Day Trail said. Oh my god! It wasn't even just the action scenes. It was a lot of scenes in which people are walking. Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman had two unnecessary scenes. Bitches singing and him walking to the fucking pier. Why did we need that? Who thought that was a good idea? Snyder, that. What was your vision? Were you trying to display Aquaman being a kingly figure? If that was the case, why didn't you show any of that shit in this movie? Because this nigga did not want shit to do with Atlantis. Every time, I I fucking hate Atlantis. I don't want shit to do with them. Fuck my mom. She left me as a kid. You should come back and serve it. Like, 
every time he denied his right to kinghood, but yet you wanted to take time to display him as a king. Were you setting up the Aquaman movie that we already saw? If that's the case, thanks, but no thanks. I don't need that shit. Uh, I'm gonna let you cook, for Chris. I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna let you cook, though. You, you uh, take, you take it. Like you already said, a lot of the my, the negatives I was gonna share. Um, like my thing is like I there was points I did forget Aquaman was there. <laughs> like I, probably because I I forgot. But like him, some of the scenes in which you knew Aquaman was there, other than the scene Cam just talked about, let's link that up. Let's put that in a Adventure Time fan vault. Like link that real quick. <laughs> The scene where he looked at Flash, he was like, "Bitch, this is your fault." Like that, the scenes like that, or when he was riding the fucking wave, riding the parademons off Batman fucking boat because he can't fly. I mean, off his uh, fucking uh, yeah. car because he can't fly. Like the scenes that he was doing in that made him seem like the the pseudo comic character of one Flash was fucking good. Yeah, but I do agree. It was he just did. a lot of times, just like he wasn't there. It was, and then you got factor in this. It's Jason Momoa. Is to get the hose wet. <laughs> no cap. The amount of times no this cap. man took off his shirt, G. Yeah, that was. It's called let get the hose wet. The first two times I was like, this nigga taking his shirt off a lot. I don't understand. It's Come like on. G. This they get it's the hose wet. We understand. It's, it's Jason want. Momoa, G. I ain't no hate, but um, but yeah, like Aquaman was just whatever throughout the movie. It was kind of just. It was more like I, it made me. Re- this, it kind of made me realize it, that wasn't really Aquaman. It was Jason Momoa holding the trident. It was. It was Jason Momoa playing Jason Momoa playing Aquaman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but I re- like y'all. Y'all really hit a lot of the negatives. Like I really don't have much else to really add. Um, I, I can't think of some of the shit I was thinking of. Uh, oh, I, I got another one. I had a lot. Oh, I trust me. I, I'm good. Uh, Wonder Woman. I okay. All right. Aside from the music, I I just and with we're off the bad taste of my mouth. That is eighty four. <laughs> I really love Wonder Woman. The first one, like her character, the comic book character. She's my favorite. Like if you were to t- if you were to like pressure me, like if you had a gun to my head and you was like, who's your favorite? female comic book character i would say wonder woman i think like ever since i was a kid when i watched the original justice league um animated series i always thought she was a badass i was like yo she can kick ass um when i saw that 2009 dc animated movie that kind of went to her origins i was like yo she is raw as hell oh like i fuck with her i hate that they I, i hate the fact that it's like I hate what they did to her character, man. I just, uh, man, it's like she, like the fact that they made her some brooding, some brooding broad who cares about this nigga that she knew for a week. A week. He gave you dick once. (laughs) Cyborg was like, she's been alive. Cyborg was like, she's been alive for 5,000 years or some shit like that. And you still pressed over a nigga you knew for seven days that you had sex with once? Get over him, bro. Like, this is not... Wonder Woman is not that... Wonder Woman is like, yo, I'm a fucking strong-ass independent woman. And I can kick some ass. 
And the fact that you made her this, I hate what you did to her in the DCEU. I still love the original Wonder Woman movie, but I hate the fact that you delegated to her to this character type when that's not who she is. And also, stop nerfing her. Because Wonder Woman can be just as she can be just as strong as Superman, especially in terms of physical strength. Like you haven't heard, you haven't heard getting pressed against Stephen Wolf. She should be doing the same thing. She swings, he swings his axe at her. She should be. Punch him in the fucking face. Yeah, That's Stephen Wonder Wolf Woman. Even said, "If you was around, I would have lost." So it's like, like it's moments where it's like they have respect for her, but it's also like in movie feats is like, bro, they on. like the the fucking the fact that she they like oh she's about to use her little gauntlet things oh like it's some big deal, bro. Like that's not Wonder Woman, bro. Like Wonder Woman is using all her arsenal to beat up on a nigga. She not go oh shit, it's getting desperate now. Ding, like come on, G. Barely using her lasso, using this stupid ass like stingy sword, barely using a shield. Like you made Wonder Woman like a, like she like why? I hated what they did to her. I I did not like that. Cyborg, half of his backstory shit was useless, bro. I'm sorry. The scene when he went into that virtual bank and he was staring at this who gives a shit woman's backstory. About yeah, oh she's confused. about to get evicted like and they just played yeah, like okay I was like at first I was like okay she broke we get it but they kept playing through the scene like oh my god like she's really broke y'all she really broke and I'm like bro we don't need this give her the money and walk out yeah because this they are, like because the thing is before that they already teased like when they showed his like they when they are like leading up to his mom uh, getting hit by the car. Uh, they already showed like he got his trouble in school because he helped he like somebody help like he he's he's a helper so it's like you didn't have to oh remember he's a good person he's gonna hack this bank that. account like nick no like i like the fact that they went into because like i said in the original movie they skipped over this so they kind of showed him training with his new powers that was pretty dope but a lot yeah. of that stuff was unnecessary can someone please tell me what the fuck was the point of his dad dying? Oh yeah, that was a negative of mine because like even on the original movie, he didn't have you to go in there. My bad. <laughs> that's a fucking stupid. Ass, that's what I mean. Like superhero movies got these dumbass tropes of niggas we don't give a fuck about dying, bro. And DC likes to up that shit by one fucking million because they killed they... Superman and Superman versus Batman, bro. So. Like, um, <laughs> I'm just like I had to I had to pause the movie G I had to do a double take because like at first I was like what is he doing like the whole time I was like what is he doing and then after he killed himself I was like he killed himself Steppenwolf grabbed the cube and he disappeared I'm like what was the point of that and then hilarious. Cyborg goes like oh he heated it up so that now we can find out where the base is Here's the problem, genius. Why didn't he put the cube in the box thing, walk out the door, close it, and then turn on the fucking switch? Why did he kill himself? That literally, like, 
like when we talk about immersion, right? Like immersing yourself into a movie and kind of getting into it. That took me out the movie for a good while because I'm just like, there was no point in you killing yourself at all. This nigga, sorry, son. Nigga, what? Goofy shit. And I just, I did not, I just, a lot of unnecessary scenes. Um, what, what was another unnecessary scene that I that I got mad at? Um. Oh, when Flash revisited his dad again, I think. Yeah. Was that a scene? Yeah, I, I was at the end. I was more at the end though. Like anything with epilogue is like it. It's oh, not, it was the unnecessary. epilogue. Okay. Skip. That's what I wanted to. Yeah, the epilogue. That the 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 when he rewinded the the tape or something like that. Come on, bro. Like we that stuff could have been cut out. It's nice to have a resolution, but at the same point in time, when those resolutions are lackluster or kind of like who cares or like no shit, we think that happened, then there's no point in you putting that epilogue in there at all. Like especially like the little message that Cyborg's dad tells him when it's like, yeah, you're my son. I like you and I'm proud of you. Okay, skip. Next. Who cares? Um, That entire scene, um, like Detrail said, the Jesse, the, the Jesse Eisenberg stuff was unnecessary. I'm more so mad at the, the, the scene in which they're in the future. And it's like showing... Amber Heard, who just got fired from Aquaman 2, uh, uh, Deathstroke, no, um, an older Flash, which I guess maybe because they did confirm there's going to be a Flash movie, so maybe Cyborg, no, like, it's like you showed this scene, right? And the biggest problem I have like that is because niggas are going to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what's next. And it's like, bro. You reaching out to a cloud of dust. Ain't nothing there. That shit is not happening because WB is incompetent. So you're not going to get that thing. You may get it, but it won't be with that cast of characters. I can guarantee you that. It's not going to be with that Superman. It's not going to be with that Batman. It's not going to be with that Joker. It's not going to be with that uh, Mira. It's not going to be with that Cyborg. It's not going to be with that Flash. And it's not going to be with that Deathstroke. So it's just, I just felt that it was completely, un- like, I was just looking at why, why, like, again, I think a perfect synopsis of this is, shout out to uh, Nostalgia Critic. He wrote, he, he did a, him and yeah, he's uh, still around. Joe. Yeah, he's still around. Hey, Uh-oh. bro, that YouTube money good, boy. You better hey, put in with that shit. Doing, hey, like, no, because I, I was watching him back before he was on YouTube and she, like, he had his own website. Oh, yeah, that guy with the glasses? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he did it. But back then, he did a um, a review of the original, uh, not the original Justice League, but with Batman versus Superman. And in there, he was like, "This isn't a competition about how much shit you can shove into one film." And that's to me is the problem with this movie. This isn't a competition of, "Hey, Marvel, look what we can do with our superhero films." And I'm not saying they're trying to like, they kind of are, but like, I'm not trying to say they're trying to directly compete with Marvel. But it's just like, it's like, it's this isn't a. As comic book, me as somebody who's looking at this comic book film, I'm not looking for, oh shit, they put Martian Manhunter in the film. Oh shit, there's goes Joker. Oh shit, there goes Deathstroke. Like, that's, I don't care about those cameos. 
if it doesn't make sense and if it's just we're putting in the they're put we're putting them in there because look how many characters there are in Justice League. Look at all the Easter eggs that are in Justice League. No, I came here to get a good experience of a Justice League movie, and I halfway got that within these four hours. Halfway, probably. I got two hours and fifteen minutes of it. Exactly. <laughs> I got two, two hours. good hours of Justice League aside from the slow mo, the all that shit, all that annoying anime filler stuff. So I guess I'll end it off with this because I mean I had I got a bunch more negatives, but I think we should wrap this stuff up. So my final my final verdict of Justice League, like I said, you did it halfway right. So I'm gonna give you a five out of ten. Get one more point. You did it. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the book. You did it half. You did everything half right, and you 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 did it average. It wasn't like I'm not saying that this movie is absolutely bad, but like people going like this is the greatest thing ever. You're entitled to have that opinion. I don't think this is the greatest thing ever. Now, did I enjoy watching it from time? Yes. Will I watch this again? Hell no. Four hours? Mm-mm. No. Now I might rewatch the ending scene where Superman came and beat the shit out of everybody. Maybe if they upload some clips of that on YouTube. But watching through those four, those four hours again, that's a skip, bro. Uh-uh. That's a skip. Yeah. And, no, that's really a skip. and you made like me buy watching. HBO Max for this, which is, a, is, is a, which is another negative. <laughs> it's like you know, and like again, yeah, I'm not comparing, but like, bro, like I don't. Gee, I'm sorry. I don't think anything should be. Like and I don't like this shit with WrestleMania. I don't think any medium and and like that, like when it comes to movies and shit like that, should be four to five hours long, dog. No. Like like us watching Infinity Game, I mean Endgame, like half of that experience is with the gas, right? But I can't watch that shit from the beginning all the way to the end. I gotta watch that when shit when that climax happened, right? When, when shit started getting cool. And that's different. Infinity War, I would say this to the ends of the earth. I hate comic movies, but I think Infinity War, Avengers 1, um, Civil War, and Captain America uh, Winter Soldier are some of the best comic book movies that has ever came out. Yep. From front to back. And um, Black Panther as well. Oh, my bad. Day, <laughs> but um, like... The, the those are some of the best comic book movies to go out. Like sitting down and watching those movies, I can watch those movies from front to back. But boy, I can't do that with I can't in game in game in game had a lot of jargon. A chore. But in game had a lot of jargon, but that end scene made up for that whole fucking yes, five hours, bro. Because that shit was amazing, amazing. But that fucking <laughs> that fucking. The Snyder cut is just like it. It has a great end scene, but like it don't make up for like some of the shit I just watched. Way but my biggest gripe is that the movie is done over the Snyder cut. We y'all got what y'all want. It's still on the side of WB. Is like you took this away. F- you could have waited because when he came out during the same time as a hype Marvel movie, but you could have waited. Let this man Vision go to where it needs to go. And had a movie in which you can build the universe back up off of. Yeah. But you didn't. But you rushed it. But you rushed it. And you was trending number two when this shit came out. Now, I know a lot of people who would defend the reason this movie sucked. So 
I don't give a fuck about it trending. I will tell you like this, bro. Trending in this day and age in a fucking America is low-key hard to do because you're dealing with fucking politics and J-pop. Oh, yeah. I mean, Especially on Twitter. On, man, on Twitter. So that's two things that's hard as fuck to do. And then another thing is, though I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily take Rotten Tomato score as word because yeah. that shit. You can go in there and not watch the fucking skewed. movie. Yeah, you can go in there and not watch the movie and say it's yeah, it'd be it'd be freaking three um, percent for something an hour after it dropped. Like, geez. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's why I, I I will never like go and just be like, oh look, Rotten Tomatoes has said this. No, um, but you get a movie that's universally hated when it first came out. Nobody liked the original Justice League. Movie that's universally hated was able to get above a fucking 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score. Fuck the critic scores because critics are critics. But audience score, that's the conglomerate. Is that like a 90-something percent? No, no, it didn't get that high. Okay. I don't think, hell no, I didn't get that I know the critic, I think the critic score was like 75%, and I think the audience score was higher than that. No, no, the critic score was higher than the audience, I think. No, no, no. The critic was lower than the audience. I, I oh. think I saw a picture that Tyler posted up. It said the critics was like 75% and then the audience was higher than that. Oh, I probably rearranged it in my head. But um, that shit, like, you could have built the universe off of this fucking movie, but you failed. And now we, you have to pick up fucking scraps. And right. I ain't even gonna cap. Is this the best opportunity to pick up those scraps? With Marvel in their fucking uh, the nasty bag, because having the shit that's coming out other than Blade and the Doctor Strange movie, I low-key don't want to fucking watch. Like Eternals and, you know, then Black, Black Widow going to be a two, a four-year-old movie coming out in 2021. It's going to be Man. fucking hilarious. But <laughs> Just drop that movie like dog. <laughs> Every time that movie gets delayed, I get less and less hyped about it. So all in all, uh, like shout out to Jack Snack, Zack Snyder, Vision finally getting told. Shout out to the bow finally getting put on this half of the DCEU. Thank you that it's over. There's no more like, all right, what if the Snyder Cut drop? There's no. Oh more my god, shit. yeah. Once the Snyder Cut drops, then it's it's over. It's over yeah. for the comic book oh, game. Drop the <laughs> I'm just like, glad. It, Let's start fresh. Let's hope that some of these movies be able to, to, you know, generate some hype around that medium, around the DCEU. Um, let's get some better fucking writers at the end of the day. Let's shave some run times. No more slow-mo scenes. And fuck Wonder Woman story. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and all in all, shout out to HBO Max, because like, I don't like streaming services. HBO Max ain't, I, I've been watching HBO Max a lot, so I have to be like, I, I, like that and Netflix has been, I go back and forth with them, other than, like, YouTube is like my TV, YouTube is like cable to me. Oh God, I, yeah, YouTube is When I'm watching, like, <laughs> when I want to watch some shit, I'll watch it too, I'll flip back in and forth, like, I watched it, I don't even pay for that shit, Dion pay for it, and I watch it more than he do. Um, but, what I'm about to say, because like, uh, the Mortal Kombat movie, the the, uh, the Godzilla um, drops uh, at the Godzilla, end of a lot of shit about to drop soon, and they could have been like Disney and say, "Give us fifteen dollars, <laughs> so you can watch this shit." Thirty, nigga, you talking about fifteen thirty? Thirty. <laughs> Disney charges thirty. Shoot, I'm, <laughs> I'm a pirate. I, I'll say this on tape. I will pirate your shit. Arg, <laughs> arg, nigga, arg, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done.
Yeah, so let's go ahead and wrap this episode because I, uh, I don't got a clown off the top of my head. I think the clown universally is Warner Brothers. Uh, so I don't really got much else to well, I got a clown. Oh, you do? All right, cool. Yes, We're going to have a clown yes, real quick. Hold um, on. Clowns, goddamn goofies around here. Warner that L. Exactly. Oh, this is because I, I def, we definitely got to speak out on this because we talk about anime, we talk about Japanese culture a lot. Um, so obviously, Clown of the Week goes to the dumbass nigga who uh, went around and shot oh. those uh, six Asian women. Um, and also clown to um, uh, clown to the, the 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 officer, the captain who responded to that incident. Um, I think they they actually caught like some previous like messages that he put on social media that kind of confirmed that he had a lot of a- anti Asian tendencies. But this dumbass goes on t- on, on television to say like. Oh, uh, he was having a, a bad day, and uh, I guess this is what he does. We're not linking this to any race issues or whatever. Goofy. Nigga ass. went around and shot six Asian women. I now, it's a lot of people in this world that be walking around in public areas and shit like that. But for you to specifically target Asian women, to me. That's screaming race. Um, yep. And the fact that you said that this this happened as a result of him having a bad day, get the fuck out of here. It's time to play my favorite game. Let's flip the script. Would you have said that if it was an Asian woman who went around and killed six white men? Would you have said that if it was a black man who went around and killed six white women? Would you have said that if it was a, um, a, Latin, a Latin man who went around and killed six white men and six white women? The script would have been different. Mm-hmm. Call a spade a spade. When I have a bad day after work, I log off, I take a nap, I get up, and I do some work exercises, and I play video games for the rest of the night and go about my day. I don't have a bad day and go like, hmm, damn, I'm stressful. Man, I had a bad day. I'm going to go kill some people. I mean, I'm just having a bad day, right? Head ass shit. Oh, so yeah, we at the Black Otakus of the Culture, we talk about Japanese, we talk about Japanese culture all the time, bro. We are, um, stop the, ant- stop, stop this, um, a- Asian hate. Stop Asian hate. We are, yeah, stop Asian hate. Um, this, this whole anti, um, Asian thing that's rising up because of the coronavirus. I need y'all to realize this. First and foremost, is it a fact that the coronavirus originated from China? Correct. However, the current situation that we're in today as a result of the coronavirus is due to the incompetence of our leadership. First Uh and foremost, we put ourselves into this situation. Point blank period. The response that the the response that our leadership had during the previous um, presidency as a result of delaying, um, telling the the public about the coronavirus, a failure to implement a sound shutdown or quarantine practices, not delivering vaccines as soon as possible. That is all on us. So stop blaming this on a, a group of people that are just as, who are in this situation the same way we are, bro. The way to get through this virus is together, not apart. So mm-hmm. stop Asian hate and uh, 
you, the nigga who shot those six Asian women, Goofy, and the captain who responded to that, you was a Goofy clown. So that's it for me. Alright. And co-sign that clown as well. But yeah, so stop Asian hate. And as a, we, as the Black Otakus, we dig into the culture. It'd be wrong if we don't support them and support them and be allies to the uh, two Asians and the Japanese. But let's get ready to close this episode out. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, uh, make sure you search you Tweaking Media on Teespring, copy some uh, merch. Make sure you follow us on all DSPs, YouTube, like, subscribe, and comment. If you're on Spotify, if you're on SoundCloud, Google, Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button. If you can like, like it. If you can comment, comment. It's all appreciated. But above all, no matter where you're listening, share. Let your peoples know. Let your peoples know about us, G. Let them know that we, we funny as hell. We slander. We keep it G real, though. So, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, as always, also follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus for uh, any random tweets that we may have uh, going on during the week. And also just for the content as well. Thank you for listening. And peace. Peace out. Peace out. You Tupac, motherfucker.